Just under three and a half hour, four minutes past two. Blah, 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 blah. The just under three and a half hour, four minutes past three till six twenty-eight in the afternoon wireless show. Yeah, nice one. So it's Friday. Sing hosannas. It's the weekend. So tomorrow I've got to go to a flipping wedding. I don't want to go to near Bristol. I've got to drive me and my mum to Bristol to, to my cousin's wedding, who I've not seen for ages. I don't get on with his mum. I will go all the way there and have a wedding all day, all day. I get up in the morning. Wedding at lunchtime, then they have, like, the reception in the afternoon, there's a party in the evening, I'm not staying for that. Not staying for that, I'm coming home. Gonna come home. And that's gonna mean there's gonna be a family row tomorrow. So that's, that's my weekend. That's, that's the weekend. Apart from that, though, uh, lots of stuff to look forward to. Oh, man! Everything is going so badly at the moment. Last night, I was playing Tomb Raider for two hours. Two hours worth of Tomb Raider. Really good session, I got really quite far into it. Uh, and then I switched off the console and went to bed. As I was going up the stairs to bed, this, this is such a boy's thing, I went, oh, I forgot to save all that. I didn't save it. Didn't save it. So that means, uh, uh, I thought, it means basically everything I did, like, everything I achieved last night is, has now been unachieved. And for a moment, I thought, I'm going to go back downstairs, I'm going to do that, I'm going to get back to where I was. That's two hours. No. So the next time I played Tomb Raider, I've got to spend two hours... Getting back to, to where I should be by all rights. It should it should save it automatically. It should save it automatically. <sighs> anyway, so you know the movie Groundhog Day, right? You know but this is I know this is slightly of, of kilter, but Chris was watching this last night. And it's a brilliant film. It's a, it's a genius film. Uh, and so the premise is, if you've not seen it, where have you been for the last... Well, that film's got to be 12 years old, probably. I went to the pictures to see Groundhog Day. Uh, it's about 12 years old, maybe even more. Uh, and every day, Bill Murray wakes up, and it's the same day, and he, re- he lives the same day, again and again and again. How long does he... How long is he stuck in Groundhog Day, if that makes sense to you? Because it, 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 throughout his repeated days, he learns the piano to the point where he's brilliant at the piano. He's like a piano genius. Which would mean he's been stuck in the Groundhog Day for at least four or five years. He must be five years of, of Groundhog Day. Now, is that the case? Uh, and does does Bill Murray age in Groundhog Day? Or is it because it's the same day he doesn't get any older at all? Does that make sense? It's a confusing start to the show, I know, but... It, it, Chris and I were talking about it all through lunch, and it just... Our minds were getting blown by this. We just couldn't work it out. 0870-9090-973. If you can explain, uh, the whole Groundhog Day phenomenon to me. Well, that film has been, what, 1994, that was probably came out. Maybe even earlier. And it still confused the hell out of me. Uh, another thing that's, uh, this has annoyed me, actually. First of all, it amused me, and then it annoyed me. I was downstairs, uh, watching the telly, whatever, uh, and there was gymnastics on one of the channels. I don't know what channel it was on. Someone had put gymnastics on. It was like these, like, 13-year-old girls, uh, in weird kind of leotards. When did leotards become shiny? They always used to be these shiny leotards doing gymnastics. And I was looking at it, and some of it you think, oh, that's, that's quite impressive. That that girl can run, bounce off a springboard, jump over a wooden thing and, like, spin in the air three times. Wicked, you know. Brilliant. That's 
That's going to be useful when you, for whatever reason. And the the the, uh, um, the asymmetric was not asymmetric, a parallel, whatever they were, not the parallel bars, but the ones that aren't parallel. It's quite impressive, but is there any point to it, really? And the worst thing in the whole world of gymnastics that we saw. I don't know what any of this is called, so if you're a gymnast, uh, 0870-90903, maybe you can tell me, uh, this. The, 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 the worst thing was they have, like, a big map the size of, um, I don't know, a small garden, if you can imagine that. And the girl, in her shiny leotard, sort of just does, sort of, like, moves, dances a bit. I don't know, Chris, how would you describe the movement I'm doing now? Robotic. Sort of, sort of, well, okay, well... But they were smooth. They were sort. All right. How would you describe? Because she actually did this. This is one of the moves. Describe this move. Peter Crouch. Uh, right. Yeah. It was, okay. Yeah. They were sort of doing Peter Crouch robotic dances. Apparently, it's not how I would have described it. But I've entrusted that duty on Chris. Uh, and, and it was rubbish. And then they do like a little a little roll, like, and they'd roll over, and then they go back to just doing like weird dancing. Is there any points to gymnastics? Uh, and does anybody enjoy it? I'm sure there are some, you know, p- wrong, pervy men out there. You know, I- I'm sure Gary Glitter would love it for all the wrong reasons. As a sport, it has nothing to offer to anyone. And it is weird, I don't particularly want to go down this route too much, it is weird that it's like 12, 13-year-old girls in slightly tarty leotards. That seems inappropriate to me. God, I'm getting old, isn't I? It just seems wrong on so many levels. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. Ian at lbc.co.uk uh, is the email uh, address. Um, mm. uh, Demetrius. Hello there, sir, Ian. Hello there, Lord Demetrius. <laughs> uh, Groundhog Day. Yes. No, he doesn't get any older because he's uh, never living a day after... Uh, a day later, is But the he? thing he's is... living the same day. But is he? he he's not living... He isn't living the same day because he is aware that the day is, is staying the same, whereas no one else is. So everyone else is living one day. Yes. But he is living many hundreds of days. So he's uh, progressing through time. Well, he's progressing through time, but if you're talking in technical terms, he isn't. Well, in technical terms, he is progressing through time, inasmuch as each day is different to him, and he can exist independently within each day. Oh, I agree. Oh, his perception is progressing. But technically, the world isn't going round the sun, because he's living the same day over and over again. So technically, oh, there we go. he's not getting older. Yes, that, that's good. So the world isn't going round the sun? No. Okay. But ha- so how long is he trapped in the Groundhog Day for? Oh, that's, oh, that's down to, down to the individual watching it, really. It's what? up to you to decide, isn't it? Well, is it? Well, it doesn't say in the movie, does it? Well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't say, but and then again, Demetrius, it doesn't say in the movie that the Earth isn't going round the sun anymore. Yeah, of course, you, you got me there. You got me so there. So it turns out, Demetrius, you don't know what you're oh. talking about, do you? Um, Tomb Raider, I've <laughs> got uh, an idea for you. He's gone off on a tangent. He's no, he knows he's beaten <laughs> on, on, on Groundhog Day, so he's off on... <laughs> you beaten! Yes. Too better though. If you don't want to do uh, the two hours again, just get on the internet, get yourself a cheat to do all the levels, basically no. skip all the levels you've done. No. And then just save no, it. No, no. I do not agree with <laughs> cheats. I don't, seriously, I don't like cheats on computer games. It seems pointless. But you're not technically... Well, you are cheating, but really, you've done them levels already. Yeah, no, I don't think that. Where's Ke- Kevin's gone? Our next caller's just disappeared. Hey, there's a brilliant... <laughs> there's an exhibition uh, opening up at the Science Museum that I was going to go to today. 
Okay, I love the Science Museum. It's the Science Museum is wicked, but they, they've got an exhibition which is it's like re- old, the history of video games. Okay. And I saw this exhibition a couple of years ago at the Barbican, and it's it's brilliant. But really? uh, yeah, I was going to go along today, but I went to an osteopath today. Oh, I've been to one of those. Actually, they're really good when you've they're, got a bad back. They're brilliant. You've got a bad back, then. Well, I've, got, well I've, I've had a headache every day for three weeks because oh, okay. I've got like a stiff, te- tense neck. And he went and he clicked everything, and it's fine. But do you know what was embarrassing, Demetrius? What's that? I've got a massive spot right in the middle of my back, like a big, <laughs> a big spot that's ready to go at any moment. Okay. No way. And he, it's like he, one of them pussy ones. Yes. And he was like manipulating my back and squeezing my back and rubbing my back, and I'm thinking, please don't. You know, don't squeeze that spot. A, it's going to hurt. It's one of those ones that really hurts. Okay. Uh, but don't squeeze it because it's going to be embarrassing because there's going to be, it's going to be pus, there's going to be blood coming out of it as well. It's one oh, of those. Well, uh, guess what, well, guess what's just happened to me? Uh, right y- now, while I'm on the phone to you. You've wet yourself. No, I'm actually sitting in my car. I've got my dog in the, in the back seat and it's vomited all over the back seat. What, what? I, fed it, I fed it a McDonald's burger. Hang on, your dog has vomited on the uh, on your back on seat. The back seat of my car. What, while you're on the radio. <laughs> while I'm on the radio. And that was an LBC ninety-seven point three exclusive. Wow! Time now to get the latest LBC ninety-seven point three travel news. Alan Joyce, and we'll start with the show. Ian, if you're serious about wearing, wanting to avoid wearing jeans for a month, I can help by coaching you. Says Bernie with two eyes. Bernie with two eyes, not like to see with. But B-E-R-N-double-I. I am completing a life coaching diploma, and this will help me to achieve my hours. Huh? As well as providing you with a much greater chance of success, if you really mean it. Just let me know, and we can have a chat to prepare for action. No charge, of course. All the best, Bernie with two eyes. But well, how to avoid wearing jeans for a month? I know how to do it, I just don't put jeans on for a month. Well, what I'm going to do, this is, I'm, is going to happen, in, in a, a month or so, maybe. Give, give me two or three weeks to get some more trousers. I've got three pairs of jeans, they're going to go, I'm going to pack them, uh, in a suitcase and put them in my attic. This is how serious I'm about it, seriously, man. I'm gonna, not going to wear jeans for a whole month. Because it's lazy. Everyone wears jeans all the time. I wear them all the time because it's lazy and it's easy to do. So I just need to get some more jeans. And worryingly, I went to the Gap um, because, you know, I'm a, a middle-class kid and that's, what, that's where we go and get our clothes from. Uh, and their trousers kind of fit me there, which is quite nice. Uh, and they have got no trousers. They, they had, in fact, the Gap had no clothes that I wanted at all. They had some really nice jumpers, but they were cashmere. Chris, have you ever owned a cashmere jumper? I don't know what cashmere is. Exactly. Do you know how, in that case, you will not know how difficult it is to clean a cashmere jumper. They cost 80 quid for a jumper. They're really nice. Cashmere. Oh, it's so smooth. Oh, you're so smooth. But you've worn that three times. That's it. You might as well chuck it out because you can't clean it. It's, I think, I'm guessing it's hand wash. I'm I'm guessing it's hand wash. But it's so sensitive that if you hand wash it wrong, it's, it's knackered. It'll stretch. Do you rub cashmere on your face? Yeah, of course I do because it's so smooth. You just... Oh, you're so smooth. Oh, lovely. Uh, cashmere is like a special wool. Is it? A, is it cashmere a rabbit? S- something, isn't it? Goat. Is it a goat? Ca- Kevin, what is cashmere? It's a goat, mate. I think. Is it a goat? It's a big, it's a big hairy goat. It's the smoothest material known to man. But, but you it, wouldn't want to be a goat with cashmere, would you? Because you wouldn't have your coat for very long, would no, you? Exactly, you see. But also, you just can't wash cashmere. It's impossible. I, I made the mistake. Well, I've made the mistake twice, actually, uh, of buying, like, really nice, exp- treating myself to an expensive jumper, because it's cashmere. Oh, it's so smooth. It's so smooth. It's a bit student-ish, though, isn't it? Uh, uh, cashmere isn't student-y. 
Ooh, I don't know. The, students see. can't afford cashmere. Yet you'd sometimes see a, a chubby girl with bright red lipstick in a cashmere sort of beret. Ooh, now you're talking. Yeah. Red lipstick. Yeah, yeah, but girls don't wear bright red lipstick anymore. They should do. They should. They it's should do. Compulsory. And what they say is, "Oh, it makes me look tarty." Yeah. So yeah, and that's the <laughs> nice thing. What's wrong with What's wrong with looking tarty? No, it's, it's, it's there. It's a morale boost for all around, isn't if, it? Everyone, everyone does. Well, hey, I was in uh, I, I was in Soho today because I went to get my hair cut in uh, you know one of these salons and the guy does yeah. it. It's very good. And I was walking up. Um, I don't even know the name of the street, but I was walking through the street in Soho, and you know, uh, you get tours, uh, and it's like a, a, a guy with an umbrella, and there's a group of people following him, and he's pointing out historic landmarks, and you get different theme tours, like you might get a ghost tour, or you might get a tour of the crime parts of London, or I know there's a, a tour of, of, of Beatles London, or famous, you know, yeah. place in London relevant to Beatles. I don't know what this, this guy was, was, was doing a tour on. He was a Scottish fella, a big old Scottish fella, in his probably early 60s. He had a group of about 40 people with him, and they were all middle-class, uh, sort of middle-aged, sort of my mum's age, you know, m- maybe my age was the youngest. I don't know what nationality were. I'm guessing they were English, or, or, or maybe American, because he was speaking English. And he was pointing out the prostitutes in Soho. <laughs> so he's going, and this is like, this is 11 in the morning, so there's not that many out. But so he's pointing up at the windows, and he's going, uh, if you look up there, they don't... It was Scottish, but I can't do Scottish, so I'll do a posh voice. Do you think he knows by experience where well, they I, all are? I got the feeling that he knew a lot, because he's going, if you look up there, this lady doesn't have a red light in the window, she has a red umbrella, and that means she's open for business, shall we say. And if you look further down there, three windows down, that woman's got a boot in her window. He actually said, that woman's got a boot in her window, that means she's ready for business. <laughs> and, they, and these people are going, uh-huh, yep, okay, right, yeah, nice. What a strange... Uh, what a strange thing to do, a strange thing to point out, and a strange tour to be on. Do you not think anybody anybody in London could say, oh, I fancy only a few quid today, I'm going to pretend to be a tourist guide, I know what I'll do, I'll just go around the red light district there, and tell everybody. There is... You just make a few quid, you could be anybody, couldn't you? There, there is something in that. I wonder how you go about doing that, because it must be, it, it must be easy money. And there were a lot. There, there were 40 people there. They must have paid, what, a fiver each? Yeah. That's, that's at least, it's more than 60 quid. Not a bad little turnover, is not, it? Not bad turnout at all. If, if anyone... Okay, well, let's... let's I wasn't really going to talk about that, but if anyone... Uh, a, you know what that... Knows exactly what that tour is I'm describing. 870 Or if you've been on one of these walking tours. I've been keen. I've often thought about going on the Beatles tour, and sometimes they have, like, a haunted London tour late at night, where you get to go in, like, the sewers and stuff. And that would be kind of cool. There, in fact, there is a tour of underground London where you get to go. I think you get to walk uh, uh, between two underground stations, and you you get to walk along the track. That would be quite good. I think I'd like that. Oh, I don't know. About well, that. again, if anyone knows, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Anyway, Kevin, what what did you call in for? Hey, you know, you say gymnastics got no good use for you, and I don't like. Oh, it's bobbins. Well, I know somebody might disagree with you on that. Go on. The girl in Jurassic Park, Mr. Golden's daughter. Now, if she wasn't any good at gymnastics, she would have got snapped by that dinosaur, so yeah. it came in handy. It would have yeah. hit her backside, wouldn't it? Yeah, you're right. I've got to say, though, I did say gymnast- what purpose do gymnastics have in real life, not in Jacuzzi Park, so... Is that not, is that not real life? No, it's not, it's not a documentary, Kevin. It's, oh, God. It's a, it's a made-up film. No. Yes, yes, it's a made-up film, Jacuzzi Park. But thank you. Sienna... Hello, Ian. Hello. Um, I'm all right, yes. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God, what's wrong? <laughs> I've been ill for a month. 
A month? Yes, I'm having, I'm living Groundhog Day. Oh, really? Not literally? Yes. <laughs> l- l- you're literally living Groundhog Every yes. day you wake up and they're it's playing... It's worse. Oh, my God. I started off with the flu, and I wondered if any of your listeners out there have had this, because it's really strange. Yeah. Everybody in my area is dropping like flies. We're all ill, and none of us can walk anywhere, and I can't balance. I've been wearing sunglasses in the house. That's how bad it's been. What? I know, it's insane. And do you know something? Even on Saturday, I was tuning into Chris's program, listening to how to make roast potatoes and chestnuts. And I thought, I'm really losing it now, aren't I? Yeah, well, yes, exactly. <laughs> Why would you listen to that? It was funny, actually. It, it was good. No, I'm sure it's an excellent show. It I'm, cheered I'm, me up. It cheered me up. Because every day, if you're feeling ill, you think, it, one day, I will wake up feeling good, won't I? But every day, no, I've been waking up well, feeling rough. You could feel, you could, you, you, it could just be a slow progression downhill. Well, I'm feeling like someone of about 150 at the minute. I'm assuming you've been to the doctors. No. Oh, my God. Well, there's your first mistake. Get to the doctors. No, they make you feel worse. No, they, they, they do. They make me feel worse. What? You pick up more things in the surgery no. and you end up with more stuff wrong with it. No, well, I tell you what, what, what they've done at doctors now is go that you go in there, because mm-hmm. I was at the doctors. In fact, I, I went to the doctors because I needed to get to refer to the hospital and they've not done that oh, yet. Yes. Anyway, you go, it's only for piles, don't worry. Oh. You go to the doctors and you tell them what's wrong and they write down on this bit of paper, like a medicine or a pill uh-huh. or something. You take that to the chemist, they give you some pills, you take yeah. that, you feel better. Well, apparently this, what I've got, is a cold virus. Everyone's had it, and they said you, they can't do anything for you, just rest. Wow. But if you're resting for a month, it does get very boring. Yeah, it, it, being ill is got to be terrible. one of the dullest things there is to mankind. Yeah. There's only so much... I saw the most Jeremy Kyle I've ever seen in my life the other day. I saw 20 yeah. minutes of Jeremy Kyle when I was around well, my mum's. at the moment, I'm listening to XFM all the time. Sh- excuse and, me? Uh, listening to XFM Excuse, excuse me? LBC. Thank you. LBC as well, both. Well, hang on, you're listening to LBC as well, which yeah. means XFM is the primary... Yes. Source of uh, what? But what? both of both of your stations are just brilliant. Yeah. I mean, LBC obviously is better than XFM. Well, XFM plays good music. Yeah. It who does. Uh, who who are you? So you listen to XFM all the time. That's yeah. fair enough. What what do you tune to LBC for? Obviously, you tune in for our show. What other shows on LBC? Um, Clive Ball. I listen to him. Okay. Chris. Okay. I thought he was quite interesting talking about how you pick mushrooms in the countryside. And I, wow. I did think of going picking mushrooms, and I thought, no, I'm feeling really ill. No, because if, if you get if you get the wrong mushrooms, you're going to be dead. tripping your face off, and you don't want that. But there at the moment, that might make me feel better. Well, uh, I for one couldn't possibly comment on what an hallucinogenic uh, fungus uh, would do for you. But go and see a doctor, for goodness. If you're poorly, you just go and see the doctor, don't you? Here's a puzzler. Okay, remind me, I've, I've got a brilliant email to read you uh, after the news uh, from Martin, which is uh, is just genius. Now, fingers crossed, uh, uh, this isn't definite, but between four and five, there is a chance that... Oh, shut up now, you call rag. Yasso is going to be calling up the show. He's not been... He, he used to be a regular caller. He would sometimes call up the show four or five times a day. Uh, and then, I don't know, five months ago, he just stopped calling in. Now, I had an email from him a few days ago asking if I could help him finish an eBay auction quickly. Then I had another email uh, saying he would be coming on the show today between four and five. Now, it's not definite, but yeah, so if you're listening, 0870-9090-973. Fingers crossed, dreams can come true. Okay, uh, gra- re-Groundhog Day, says uh, Martin. Ian, you've missed the whole point of the film. He makes the journey from self-centred cynic to great guy by constantly reliving the same day but making different choices. I'd got that. I knew that that's what, what it was about. Yes, he is stuck in Punxsutawney for years. During all this time, he learns to become a better person and gets the girl. It's like when you think of a snappy answer and wish you could have, could have the excuse to use it again. 
Regards, Martin. Now, you're Martin, I got that. I, I knew that that's what it was about. What I was asking was, is he stuck there for years? Does he get older? Uh, and someone has emailed, of course he doesn't get older because he tries to kill himself several times. So obviously, no physical lasting effects uh, on him. There. It's a good film, though, isn't it? 0870 What the hell was this guy doing uh, today in London? He was taking people on a tour, and the, the bit I saw of the tour, he was pointing out prostitutes, uh, or at least where they lived, not necessarily the women themselves. Did uh, he have a blue badge? Excuse me? Did he have a blue badge? I don't know. Why do you ask? Helen asked me to ask you. Uh, well, I don't believe that she did. Did you, Helen? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, he he didn't. Why would you ask that? What does that mean? Because it's a tourist guide badge. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I didn't notice that, to be honest, because I was kind of moving on. If anyone knows what that guy was on about, and if you've been on one of those tours, then uh, let me know. Steve! Hello. Hello, Steve. Good afternoon, young man. Yes. You're moaning about your cashmere knitwear, yes? I haven't got any anymore because it's ruined two jumpers okay. of mine because you can't clean this stuff. Well, you can't. We're the finest dry cleaners in northwest London, and I guarantee... There we go. We'll pick up your cashmere knitwear. Right. I'll clean it for you for nothing the first time. The first time? The first time. You're like one of those heroin dealers. You'll give me some for free, and then yep. once I'm hooked on it... Then I'll charge you. There we go. Not in any way implying that you, you deal heroin, of course. You're actually... No, do. no, no absolutely not. No. Absolutely. I'm totally against that. You're a but legitimate dry cleaner, yes. Cashmere can only be dry cleaned. You cannot wash it. Oh, I thought you had to... But the thing is, to dry clean a jumper, that's kind of extravagance, isn't it? Well, if you spend eighty, ninety pound on knitwear, yeah. you can't expect to duck dunk it in a bucket of well, water, can you? Yeah, you're right. I don't anymore because I, 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 I've always railed. I think eighty pounds for a jumper is is far too much money, and I've treated myself twice in the past when I've been a bit flush. Right. Uh, and they've lasted, as I say, three wears, and then, then they're... So it has to be dry cleaned, does absolutely, it? Absolutely, absolutely. Do you want to know who we are or not? Well, d- do you know what? I'm not supposed to give you a plug, but go on, then. And we're Mr. Valen and Hal Lane Edgeware, and Mis- we'll do the finest dry cleaning of any cash minute where you want to send it. Mr. Valen? Valet. Valet. And you, if they mention this show, you'll, you'll do all their stuff for free, will you? Absolutely. Whoa, whoa, hang on a minute! There we go, London. You heard that. I didn't hear where it was, but get a podcast and go in and mention the show. You'll get all of your dry cleaning done for free. That's good. He sounded like a nice man. Uh, Amir. Wapening, Ian. What? Good morning. I said wapening. Uh, oh, wapening. Wagwan, Amir. Wagwan. I have to say, before I start, you sound uh, on, on, on the phone, the voice is a lot um, deeper, sound a lot more macho. Yeah, that's uh, because, uh, I don't know why that is. Is compression or something? I don't know. But this is how I speak yeah. normally, yes. That's really weird. You sound like a child on the radio anyway. Ooh, um, I'm going to slap this, this guy's face. This, this Groundhog finger you're mentioning. Groundhog Day! That's right, yeah. Well, you know, he wakes up in the same bed, same alarm clock every single day, yes. right? yes. And he's really frustrated at the start of it. Yes. Right? Why doesn't he go to sleep in a different place and see if it's if he wakes up in the same day again? Actually, if, what would happen if he slept well, on a park bench? Would well, he wake up in the Yeah, same he'd day? wake up in the same place because, th- doesn't he, he gets run over by a truck, doesn't he, at one point? And yet he wakes up the next day in the bed. Don't. Have I just destroyed you, Amir? You have. Yes, there we go. It's something, isn't it, that my listeners are confused by the film Groundhog Day. Mark, did Groundhog Day confuse you? Life confuses me, Mark. Ian? Yes, see? Yeah, see? You know what I mean? It's a strange phenomenon. I was speaking to James O'Brien about this the other day, that callers, when they get nervous, uh, they call in and they say their own name. It's an odd thing, and I, I've done it as well in the past to, 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 on things. You're right, Mark. Ian! You're right. Do it more than once and you're just weird. 
Yeah. Groundhog Day, great film, by the way. Yes. It's a, it's a cracking film, isn't it? It's one of... It's got to be one of the five best films of all time. Yeah. Yes. Ned? Are you all right, Mark? You seem a bit down no, today. But, what's that film? That quote in the... Ned? Ned Flanders? It is you! And then he punches the guy. That's The Simpsons. No, it, well, what's it called? Ned Flanders is in The Simpsons. I know, but there's another guy... There's a, there's a guy in, in Groundhog Day. Yeah, I know, yes, the, the insurance salesman or something. That's the one. Yes, yes, yes. Is it, anyway, Cashmere. Yeah. I, I don't... I, is Andy McDowell in that film? Yes. I don't fancy her at all. Moose. Yeah, absolute p- moose. Yep. But she does those adverts for, like, hair. She advertises hair or something. I would, I, I would find her attractive if she could do breakdancing. Uh, now, it's funny you mention that. Yes, I would find that attractive as well. If she could spin on the back and then spin on the head. Wouldn't it be great to go out, but you're out on a first date, let's just say with Andy McDowell, okay, and it's not going brilliantly. You've had dinner, it's a bit awkward. You've decided that she's a moose. She decides she's a moose and you don't want to know, and you're walking home, and you walk through the park, and there are some beatboxers and breakdancers, <laughs> and she says, hang on a minute, Mark, let just get, take my coat, you go, well, what's going to happen here? And then she just bu- does a caterpillar, does some boogaloo, busts a few moves, be nice. Uh, and then you know what I would treat her to? Uh, I, do I want to know? A tour of Sawhorse Brothels. It's an odd tour, isn't it? This guy was actually pointing these out. Maybe, maybe, maybe he worked for the National Hooker Trust. Yeah, the the NHT. Yeah. Yes, it's it's, it's possible he did. Uh, have you ever been on not necessarily that particular tour, but any of these guided tours? I went on a tour once of the inside. Of a power plant. You know the big corn steam towers? Yes, I do know those, yes. I, I, I went in a tour once of those. And was it was it any good? Changed my life. In what way? I, 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 I know uh, I'm a cleaner person inside and deep down within. I, I went on a tour of, of Mars, the Mars factory once. It helps you work, rest, and prepare. It, it does. And what, what was great is they have uh, a long strip. You know the bottom of the Mars bar, which is the nice bit? Mm-hmm. They, they have a long strip of that, and you can just, like, take big chunks of that and eat it. Oh. Delicious. I'm salivating. Hey, Mike, was that what you called in for? No, I, I, I just mm. wanted to say yeah. have a good weekend, but also cashmere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, that's, yeah. Most modern-day washing machines yes. have a cold wool rinse setting. But you would still want a cashmere jumper would get ruined in that. But a but top tip, Ian. Yes. If you're going to buy cashmere Yes. And you can't afford to dry clean. Yes. Buy your cashmere three sizes too big. There we go. Wash it in your washing machine Is on it... extra cold. You're a genius. Bish bosh bosh. Mark? Bish bish bosh bosh. Mark, you're a good lad. What are you up to this weekend? I'm doing more nakedness. Oh, I'm gonna cut you off now. Yeah, he's gone. Ooh, that's a bit creepy. I just realised I should have this by me, just in case anything kicks off. Uh, 870 is the number if you want to call. Colin! Hello there, Ian, how you doing? I'm fine, Colin. Good, it's actually Colin to ears. And I'm Colin to ears because that Bernie's got two eyes, so I'm gonna be Colin to ears. Yeah, that's a weird way of spelling, isn't it? B-E-R-N-double-I. That's a bit showing off. Some people. Do anyway, they, do, I, I, hang on, do they still have Bernie Inns? Oh, I don't know. And do you know who Bernie Inn is named after, don't you? Who? It's uh, actually a guy called Bernie Inn. 
No, I would never have thought that. Honestly, it's, if you, I, I went to it when I was a kid, no, and went on the back me. on the back of the menu, it has like a history of Bernie Inn, and it was named after a dude called Bernie Inn. Gosh, so first, what, so I suppose that um, someone's called Mister Chef, the Little, and you know, funny name being called Little, I suppose. No, no, that's just the the name of the company. It's no, it's oh, not named okay, after sorry, I got it all wrong. Um, anyway, Groundhog yes. Day. Yes, uh, I have two theories as well about the um, you know because you know he catches a boy out of the tree, doesn't he? And if he knows he's going to be there, okay, the next day, why does he bother saving that and obviously himself because he's going to die in that? It, oh, yeah, you know, it just doesn't make sense. That is but a good point. Yeah, how you can tell if he actually ages? Yes. In the morning when he wakes up, is yeah. he shaven or unshaven? Because if he's unshaven, that means it's grown overnight. So he's actually aged, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't checked that. I well, Chris watched it recently. Chris is Bill Murray unshaven every time he wakes up at six fifty nine. Unshaven, yeah. He's unshaven. Ah, uh, there you go. Then he must age. Every day, then. But but if he woke no no incorrect. If he woke up unshaven the first day, then he'll wake up unshaven every day. Mm. Will he? Yeah, but, but he's still got a memory, hasn't he? So he's obviously because otherwise, if his yeah. memory, if he if he actually gone back twenty four hours, yeah. then he wouldn't have any memory of that twenty four hours he just had. Exactly. Can you believe we're discussing Groundhog Day? I love it. This is what is great about this is we can do this. Uh, what's not great about this is we have to take calls from this dude. Hello, Verinda. Right. Uh, I just discovered something. So you guess what? Discovered something. What have you discovered? That you're an idiot? No. That you're not a vegetarian. That I'm not a vegetarian? Yes. How have you discovered that? Because you eat eggs. Excuse me? You eat eggs. That's correct, yeah. (laughs) So you're not a vegetarian? Eggs eggs aren't meat. Eggs are what? Eggs aren't meat. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, they're, they're chicken babies, aren't they? No, they're not chicken babies. But they will be. No, they'll only be if they're fertilised. Yeah, but uh, you're taking away the kids. But no, but they're not kids. It's more. Can I say? Can I say? Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say a word, but it's a medical word, so I can say it. They're more like uh, hens. Periods. Aren't, so yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But they are because they're not fertilised, so they're just waste product. No, you're not vegetarian. And also, people come here and say that I'll smash your face in. Also, you eat butter, don't you? Yeah, no, you've confused veganism, uh, here, because I, yes, I, I eat butter, but that's not meat. Okay, well, uh, but, uh, Yes, uh, I, I beat you on that one, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> egg is meat, isn't it? No, egg, egg isn't meat, egg is not meat, egg is, uh, is a dairy product, it's not meat. Uh, okay, why don't you eat meat? Just tell me that. That's- I don't think you should, you, uh, the real reason is I don't think you should kill animals for food, there you go. Yeah, so, uh, why are you eating But I don't, <laughs> no animals die in egg making, Verinda. Well, get that in your head. Yeah, but that egg, yeah, eventually will be, uh... No, it animal. won't, because it's not been fertilised. Yeah, it's supposed to be fertilised, isn't it? Well, but it isn't fertilised. Uh, yeah, but, uh, why do you take it away? Oh, I'll take you away. It's time now to get the travel news, Alan Joyce. And the M1 is... <clears throat> OK, busy day today. Uh, gymnastics are rubbish. Uh, the guy taking people on a tour of London prostitutes, that was weird. Uh, and tours in general, Groundhog Day, and fingers crossed, before five o'clock, Yasser will call in. I can't guarantee that. I've had a lot of emails from people who have taken the day off work to listen to this momentous historical moment. But he's not called in yet. So it may not happen. But you know sometimes people on radio and TV say, oh, it may not happen, but you know it's going to happen. It genuinely may not happen. It's not me, you know, 
setting it up and teasing you. And st- I- I- he may not call in. Uh, Francis! Hello, Ian. Oh, How are you, it's dear? Um, all the better for speaking to a oh, mad woman. Thank you. You're so sweet. Yes. <laughs> Thanks to Chris for putting me on. Uh, yes, well done, Chris, for doing your job. <laughs> Idiot. Um, Jim, you're, you're saying... Jim? no point in it. J- uh, J- I think Jim is great. I love to look at gymnasts. Jim? Yes. Jim who? Gymnastics. I don't know. Oh, j- j- Jim, Jim Lee. Jim, yes. Uh, gym, gymnastics. Yes. But it's pointless, though, isn't it, really? Why? Do, have you been watching it today? No. Oh, I don't get so defensive. I haven't, no. no. Well, it must strengthen your bones. It must make you pretty agile. No, it doesn't, you doesn't it? strong. Doesn't it damage? Because the, these are all, like, 12-year-old girls doing I this. I know, doesn't they're it, pretty young, aren't they? Doesn't it damage? It must damage their bodies. Probably long-term. I mean, I don't know what damage it does. Well, so there you go. I mean, but and it's... A, can I ask you something? Have you got an issue with AIDS? I think you have. With AIDS? Yeah, age. A-G-E. A-G-E. Have I got an issue with it? It depends what you mean by an issue. Well, you're always talking about AIDS. And, and yesterday you were saying 48, a woman holding hands like it's not on. That's no, old. No. You said the woman was old. You've Listen, I didn't say it wasn't on. I, my premise yesterday was old people don't hold hands. Now, I was yeah, proof... Yeah, but then I... you defined someone as being old at 48. 48 and upwards, yes. Oh my God! That's uh, come it's on. You've old got for me then. You've got to admit, Francis, that's old. Now it's not old. Oh, now, you're a young fellow, thirty-three years old. Listen, thirty-three isn't young anymore. According 30... to your nephews and nieces, you're probably an old man at thirty-three. Yeah, thirty-three is thirty-three is past it. I I, I appreciate that, and I'm prepared to admit it. You know, uh-huh. I'm I'm sort of uh, I'm almost literally in two years' time, I will be middle-aged. If yes, you assume seven we seven years time, you'll be forty. If you assume that we live to seventy, uh-huh. th- three sc- was it three score and ten, and ten, uh, then uh, then in two years time, I am middle aged. So forty eight and upwards is definitely old. But I haven't got a thing against old people, and uh, uh, older women are quite sexy. Not all of them. Not all of them. Not you. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But um, you're always bringing up about age. No, I just think you must have problems with it, and uh, I'm trying to help you. It's, do you know what, Francis? It's the thought of getting old terrifies me. It must. Have you got any grey hairs yet? Yes, I've got loads of grey hairs. Really? Yeah, I'm very grey. You don't grey. look like it on E4 and um, Celebrity Series. Yeah, that's, that's on the E Entertainment channel. Drop the four. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, did you, that's because, uh, I don't know why that is, actually. You don't, you can't see close enough. But yes, I've got lots of grey hairs. Oh, so it worries you getting old. It, it's, does it not scare you, Francis? No, you just go along with it. I don't want to go along with it. I want to oh, fight it and stop Ian. it. Get this, <laughs> I used to be 24. Yes. And now you're 33. Now I'm 33. I remember being 24. It was nine years ago, but I can re- If I close my eyes and think, I can remember it really well. But your but 30s was- are lovely. They're enjoying yourself. And I love my 30s. I love my 40s. Mm, and uh, I'm sure I'm going to love my 50s. Yes. The thing about the 30s uh, is everything now is, is serious and is for mm-hmm. real. When you're in your 20s, nothing is for real, nothing is serious. In my 30s, I've got mortgage, I've split up with long-term girlfriends, oh. uh, I've got you, you worries over work. Everything mm-hmm. becomes real in your 30s. Yes, I suppose for a man it's different as well. A man looks at age differently. I mean, I well, you reach certain ages. Yeah, hang on. Um, I, look, I, look, mm, I look good for my age, I think you'll find. I think you do, yes, definitely. Thank you, yes. <laughs> You're quite a handsome young man. Okay, I'm going to cut you off now. Okay, bye. There we go. Uh, Terry. Yeah, uh, this Groundhog Day thing. Yes. Um, it, it's much like, the way that I look at it, it's like a record, you know, when you used to be able to buy vinyl yes. like, in 1960s. And if you got, um, if the record jumped 
and it would ke- keep doing the same thing. That's what Groundhog Day is like. It's like a record that's jumping. So nobody gets older, nobody gets any younger, and the same thing keeps happening. Okay, let me t- I see. Only if I can explain that, um, possibly. Let me, can I explain that with a bit of music? Yes. So it's something like. Sort of thing. Yeah, that sort of thing. Excellent. What Thank- do you think? Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, 0870-9090-973 is the phone number if you want to, uh, give us a call. For some reason, we're debating in great depth Groundhog Day. It's just because Chris watched it last night. Uh, and it is a brilliant film. It's got to be up there with Citizen Kane, The Godfather Part 2, uh, and Follow That Bird, the Sesame Street movie, which I genuinely cried at when I saw that. I was having a down day, but it's sad. They- Get this. In the Sesame Street film, Follow That Bird, Big Bird gets kidnapped, and to disguise him, he's bright yellow giant bird, to disguise him, they dye him purple. And no, no one can- no one recognises it's Big Bird. It's genius. Uh, absolute genius. Uh, I, I, I do want to speak to someone, if possible. If you've been on one of those, uh, sort of guided tours, not necessarily around London. Around London would be kind of groovy, but a- a- anywhere. Because it seems an odd thing. You see that, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to advertise them in the back of, of Time Out. And it would say, um, I don't know, uh, a, a tour of, of London's fa- famous murder spots. Meet at Trafalgar Square at 8am, uh, cost £8, uh, and last three hours. Uh, and, and we stop off at a pub for lunch. Is that, is that kind of thing? So if you've done that, 870 if you're a tour guide, man, you must be raking it in. Give me a call. That'd be nice to talk to you, I suppose. Okie dokie, here's Kevin in the Stepney. Hi, Ian. Just uh, to um, have a quick chat about the tours. Go for your life. I went to, I went to um, a guided tour. Yes. Of uh, Wanstead Cemetery. At what cemetery? Uh, Wanstead. Wanstead Cemetery. And, um, the cr- and the crematorium. And they showed you everything and what they'd done in there and how they'd done all the cooking and stuff. Yes. And, uh, that was, yeah, it's pretty interesting, Ian. But why would you want to go to a cemetery and a crematorium? That seems an odd choice of, of tour. Well, they were just doing it. So I thought, oh, well, grab a couple of mates and me and me went, me and me mates went along and, uh, had a butcher's lot, you know. Do you not think, you do. do you not think it's weird, though, looking at a crematorium? Well, yeah, I suppose. But it's nothing like you see... You know, you think it's going to be like it's really, uh, it's really different, man. Like. Well, well, what did you, what did you think it was going to be like then? I don't know, a bit sort of, um, uh, I suppose a bit uh, Victorian, you know, dark and a bit dingy and stuff, but. No, it's nothing like that at all. Crematoriums are weird. I think the only time I've been to a crematorium was when my uh, granddad got cremated. And it's a, it's an odd thing, because I found them, they're kind of clinical, those places, and a bit cold. Yeah. Whereas if you go to a funeral in a church, uh, you know, it's all a bit symbolic and a bit um, mysterious. But these are kind of quite, you know, sort of 1970s buildings, and it's all a little bit... It feels like a, it feels like a primary school or something. It's got that kind of feel about it. Yeah, it was a bit strange, but it was... Yes. Uh, it was pretty interesting. And it? did you have to pay to go on this tour, Kevin? No, no, it was completely free. Well, there you go. You can't they say that. They do it a couple of times a year, I think. So. Excellent. They, 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 they do tours around Highgate Cemetery, which is... I, I've been for a walk around Highgate Cemetery. It's very nice, actually. Uh, and they, I, I, for a while, I nearly... I considered... They, they want volunteers to go and clean it up and stuff, and I thought about it, and I thought, I can't bother. But I did think about it, so that's, that's better than not thinking about it at all. Thank you. Kelvin! How you doing, Ian? Yeah, it's... Do it, you know what? It's all right. What's all right, you or the show? Uh, It. Oh, yeah. Well, it's all right, yeah. What, the film, it? 
you know what? I treated myself to that. She's saying, talking, going, it's... Uh, I bought... Uh, I was in a bookshop, and I saw the Michael Palin diaries. Uh, and it was, it was 20 quid, but it was six quid off. So I, I got it, and it's, it's a thick... Uh, let me get this book. Hang on a second. Stay there. This will mean nothing to you. Well, you still paid 14 quid... Look how thick that is! Look at that! Oh, it's good. That's... That's three inches thick, that book. Easy. Why has it got cellophane on it? Because it's got... Ah! Oh, three postcards with it. Three postcards. Sorry, Kelvin, uh, uh, what are you saying? <laughs> you still paid £14 for a Michael Palin book. Yes, yes, it's diaries. It's going to be fascinating. Yeah, I'm sure. And that's uh, only anyway. 1969 to 1974. That's all... That's, that's it. <laughs> it's going to be brilliant, mate. It's going to be dissing the other pythons and stuff like that. Uh, be good. Anyway, Kelvin, sorry, what, what, what do you want? Um, Groundhog Day. Yes. I haven't actually seen the film, but... There's a brilliant film website you can go on. It can tell you absolutely everything you want to know about the film. When it was made, oh. what, what rating it got out of ten. Go on, what uh, film, what site is that? Uh, IMB, oh. I think it's IMBD. IMBD, and what would that stand for? I haven't got a clue. Normally, I type in Total Recall on yeah. Google. Yes. Click on the top one, and it takes you straight to yes. the film so site. IMBD, what could that stand for? Um... Uh, um... I haven't got a clue, but oh, it's, a, it's the I, best website I've ever been on, put it that way. Well, if you got... Hang on, if it was IMDB, it could be Internet Movie Database. Oh, that, that might be it, IMDB. Ah, yes, <laughs> ah, yes, Kelvin, thank you, good lad, yes. I've heard of that. Everyone's heard of that. You, it's where you get people recommending that, but everyone's heard of it, haven't they? It's like someone saying, um... Oh, you like music? Oh, you should check out, um... Oh, what are they called? Um... Oh, this band called The Beatles? Yeah, I've heard of them. They did that song, I Am The Walrus, and Blue Jay Way, I've heard of them. Okay, uh, an odd start to the show, but uh, uh, quite pleasing, I think you'll find. It can only get better. Fingers crossed, in the next hour, we may have Yasser on the phone. I've not got time. Uh, 0870 I love that. That's my favourite little clip. Uh, 973 is the phone number. Uh, what have we mentioned so far? Let's have a little recap, shall we, London? Just in case some people don't tune into the first hour. I don't know why. The, the, the figures in the first hour are very, very low. The range for the first hour... Very, very low. Second hour picks up a bit. Last hour, huge. So, uh, I don't know why that is. But anyway, if you have just tuned in, uh, <clears throat> may I tell you, gymnastics, rubbish, pointless. What's, th- what, what's the point of it? It was always slightly weird girls as well that did it at school. And our teach they used to teach it at school, didn't they? Our teachers qualified to teach gymnastics because that's, it's a pretty dangerous thing. Children jumping up in the air and spinning around over wooden things, that's, when you put it like that, it's kind of a dangerous thing. So how are they qualified? You right, Helen? You right? What was, what's going on in there? What was all that You're about? saying they help you over the wooden things. Oh, yeah, they do, don't they? They sort of grab your, as you jump up, they grab your stomach and your back and kind of turn you over, yeah. roll you over. Yeah, I forgot about that. We used to do gymnastics a bit when you're about seven or eight. Oh, it's uh, just an unpleasant, boring thing to do. Uh, we're also talking about g- going on tours, uh, with, with a tour guide. So there's like a group of 30, 40 of you. Oh, if I, if I put my shoulders back like that, I can feel that spot in between my, my, my shoulders. It's what it needs. It needs, it needs someone to thumb it, to just squeeze it out, and it's, oh, but it's really sore. I've got a spot in the middle of my back that's really, really sore, and my osteopath was, oh, jeez. I just touched it. That finger, so don't, don't touch, and no one touched that finger. Um, if you've been on one of these tours uh, around London, I'm keen to know what they're like and why you do them. Uh, and are there, there is one apparently where you get to walk 
uh, between two underground stations late at night. And that I kind of like. It'll be scary, but it'll be kind of cool. I think that happens. Uh, and also, this dude was taking these people on a tour today and pointing out prostitutes. Which is strange. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine three. And we're dissecting the film Groundhog Day, which is excellent. Can I just read out? Verinda has emailed in his top seven films. Number seven, Back to the Future Two. Number six, Terminator. Number five, Rain Man. I wonder why. Number four, Goodwill Hunting. Number three, Forrest Gump. Number two, Scarface. Number one, Godfather Two. Ah oh, dear, Sheila. You've not called me legitimately for a long time. <laughs> the last time you called was by accident. No, it's never by accident. Well, it was the last time you called. Oh. Hey, fingers crossed, if you've called in today, then maybe Yasser will call in today. Oh, why? Well, you, do you remember Yasser? Doesn't he phone every day? Oh, shut up now, you tall rags. Yasser hasn't called for about four or five months. Hasn't No. Oh. You're thinking of Verinda. Another irritating mental. The one you had on before. Yes. But hope I have had an email saying that Yasser will call in today between four and five. Maybe they're the same people. Um Torag. I don't think they are. Oh, right. But anyway, yes, Sheila, what can I do for You're you? Talking that you were talking about um people who um like people over the age of what did you call it? Thirty-five or old? Well, no, forty-eight, forty-eight and upwards are old. If oh. you're in your, if you're thirty-five, you're middle-aged. Oh, so I'm ancient because I'm sixty-one. Yes. Oh, dear. But uh, listen, uh, listen. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I don't want people to. What will happen is a lot of old people will, will mishear what I'm saying deliberately because they don't like me. Uh, but I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying if you're forty-eight and over, then you're old, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. Can I say so? I'm enjoying myself more. Pick your pardon. With my husband now. What? And I'm sixty-one, and he's nearly sixty-one. And what does that mean? How are you enjoying yourself more? Well, because the children are married. And so you got the house to yourself. I've got the house to myself. You don't, you don't need to lock the bedroom door anymore. You can do it in the kitchen if you want. <laughs> That's it. We can do it. We can hang from chandeliers if we want. Oh dear God! You know we're not answerable to them anymore. I've never. Have you? Have you? Let's be, let's talk, handle this delicately. Have you ever made love in a kitchen? <laughs> That's for me to know. And for you to wonder. Okay, well, I, I am wondering. Okay. I, I, I tried it once, and then I thought, as I, as I was involved, I thought, do you know what? This is really unhygienic. <laughs> uh, and I said, I said, this is unhygienic. Can we, can we, can we go upstairs? But then, as we were going upstairs, I thought, oh, actually, we should just have a little clean up because, and then I ended up cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> Seriously, because it just, it, it, it just felt so wrong. Oh, you're so domesticated. Well, I am. Do you know what? I, I'm at that age where I would rather clean the house than oh, have you're... sex. Oh. Oh. Yeah, seriously, you know, it's like, well... Uh, we still hold hands in the street. Oh, God. We put our arms around each other. Yeah. We, I sit on his lap. I, I, we do everything. Oh, this now... I've seen a 20-year-old do. What, 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 what's that? Steal your dad's car and, and, and smoke <laughs> pot? Uh, uh, the sitting on the lap thing is another thing I can't get my head around because it's it's that can't it's only comfortable for the girl if she's sitting on your lap surely because for for well, blokes well he's very polite he doesn't say I'm yeah. heavy yeah <laughs> uh, but but for blokes let me tell you if a girl is sitting on your lap it isn't comfortable it's not comfortable at all and oh, but you shouldn't tell her that no of course you shouldn't you have to sit there and take it but yeah, it's that's right suffering silence it's unpleasant we're the things we do for you women. <laughs> Have you got a girlfriend? Well, you know. Anyway, Sheila, must go. <laughs> Thank you. Good lad. Moira. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, I didn't Ooh. know when that was going to finish. It, it, fi it finished then, Moira, because it was getting... I'm sorry. 
Ian, I know it sounds yes. silly, yes. but I just had to had to get this to for people to know. We'll get this out now. Uh, then. Uh, yeah, a lovely elderly lady. I'm going to play some. I'm just going to play some music underneath this because I think this might might help the situation. Well, don't you want me to talk? No, I'm d- I do, <laughs> but I think this this might help the situation a little bit. Let's have. Um, oh, let's let's go here, shall we? Okay, where you go? What do you want? You can talk now, Moira. Well, <laughs> no, the point is, Ian, yes. it seems a silly, silly thing, but this lady is 91. She's a lovely lady. I've known her for years. Um, when she was with my mum and dad when we lived out in Africa. But this lady, absolutely, I can't believe what happened to her. She was in um, hospital, I'm not going to say where it was, but in South London. And um, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. (laughs) Um, uh, Seven o'clock, a couple of nights ago, they said to her, Mary, you're going home. Right, she's on completely on her own. She is. She's got her own bungalow and everything like that. Um, they said, "Mary, you're going home." Yes. And they <laughs> they gave her a pint of milk and a cut loaf. Yes. Put it on her lap. Yes. And said, she said, "Can't I stay till tomorrow?" Oh. Because my carers will come in. Of course. Tomorrow morning. Yes. Right. So they said, no, sorry, Mary, you're oh. going tonight. Can you... <laughs> I'm, I mean, actually, it sounds so silly here. No, Moira, listen, hey, I totally... Un- I've got to go, Moira, but I totally understand. That's very sad, but thank you for telling me. OK. Uh, take care. Call again. Bye. Bye-bye. What a lovely lady. Come on, own up. Who did it? You know the show. Uh, okay, um, I'm, I'm now getting told you shouldn't dry clean cashmere because the chemicals t- can damage it. Just don't buy cashmere. Yes, it's, oh, it's, so small. it's the smoothest material known to mankind. It, it's like the opposite of diamond. Oh, it's the opposite of rough diamond, which is very rough. Uh, but then, like, smooth diamond is actually quite smooth. But, uh, you can't clean it, so that's pointless. Groundhog Day, uh, going on tours... And gymnastics is rubbish. That's pretty much what the show's been about so far. Uh, and fingers crossed, before five o'clock, Yasser will call in. It's not calling yet. It ain't looking good. Uh, Morel. Ian. Hello, Morel. Hi. Listen, you make me die. I heard your statement, you'd rather clean the kitchen than make love. How old are you? 33 or 90? I'm 33, yes. Well, I can't, I just don't understand you. 33, Ian, is not too old. And if you're cleaning at this age... Yes got a problem. Yeah, the thing is, now, the thing is, uh, women, men and women's sexual peaks are at different times. A man's sexual peak is at the age of 17. Now, at the age of 17, I weren't getting none. <laughs> uh, and a woman's sexual peak is, like, in her late 30s. Okay. Uh, and by the time men get to their mid-late 30s, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yep. No. Ne- yeah, honestly. No, the, no, 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 no. You're the, an exception. The Why desire is gone. No. You get men in their, uh, in their 30s to phone up. Yeah. And ask if they'd rather clean the kitchen than no. make love. The I di- guarantee they'll say make love. The thing is, c- cleaning the kitchen is very, very satisfying. Oh, it is. It gives you a really warm glow. <laughs> to know that you've done it well. And the desire isn't gone, to be honest, but it's just too much hard work. Do you, do you know how difficult it is to take your clothes off? Let alone take someone else's off. It's just a chore. Oh, Ian, did you get my email on Real Age? 
I sent you an email where it says, uh, test your real age. Oh, yes, I did. Did you try it? No. Oh, you've got to try it, because it'll tell you your There's, real the age. The thing is, can I, can I be completely honest? Go on, then. When, I, I, get, I get a lot of it. I get maybe 150 emails a day. Okay. Um... And you delete them all before you read No, 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 not at all, not at all. I read every single one of them, and to a, a large percentage of those, if I get them outside of the show, i.e. before or after the show, I'll respond to them. It's, it's difficult to respond to the ones I get during the show, uh, and I tend not to keep, the, but to keep them. But if I get them before or after the show, I'll generally respond to them. So I do read them. But if people send me links, or if people send me little, little films that I would like, or, or I get sent a lot of tests I should take, oh. uh, I just... Um, I haven't really got the time to do them, and that's me being completely honest. I don't want people... So, I, I, I do appreciate people sending these things in. Uh, and if I've got time, I'll have a look at them and have, have a click on them. But generally, I haven't got the time to do them. So, what, what, what is this real age test, and how does it work? Well, well, basically, it asks you questions about your health, your fitness. Yes. Um, and at the end of it, I mean, it's quite long-winded. You can't do it when you're doing the show. You have to do it at the end. Yes. Um, it'll tell you your real age, i.e. not your yes. birth age. Yes. But the age that you really are. So, yes. it'll probably tell you you were 90, Ian. Yes. Sort of thing, but that's what it is, yes. and it's fun. Uh, it's it's fun to be told I'm ninety. Well, no, it might not. It might tell you you're twenty six or yes. something. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, and uh, what age? What age did it tell you you were? It told me I was twenty seven. And how old are you really? Forty three. Oh, that's good. Oh, so, there you go. But, but I'm you... not forty three and rather clean the kitchen, Ian. No, because you're forty three, and forty three year old women are. Uh, I was going to say horny, but that's probably the wrong word. <laughs> they're, they're they're up for it. They're they're, they're sexually. Uh, you know, re- willing and able. And the, the, the few times in my life, the, the, the one time really actually, when I have, uh, uh, ha- when I have known an older woman, shall we say, mm-hmm. uh, women in their late 30s, early 40s know exactly what they want and how to get it. So there's no messing around. Whereas girls, younger girls, they're all sort of a bit wishy-washy and they don't, you know, they don't really know what they want or what that does or, you know. Uh, but uh, where am I going with this, I for God's sake? I will agree with you. Women in their 40s definitely Women in their 40s are, are better at it and, 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 yes. Yeah. W- w- but, but men in their 40s, uh, forget it. It's not going to happen. Oh, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> sorry, d- sorry to be, uh, yes. Disappointing. <laughs> yes, yeah, I just realised I was going on a really, uh, quite a big sex rant. It's probably inappropriate. No, no, 20 no, it past wasn't four. a sex rant. We said making love. That's fine. Excellent. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Thanks. There we go. That's something to, uh, food for thought. Really, I suppose. Uh, Wanda. Hello, hello. Oh, Wanda, now, I've got, uh, we've got a new thing here that I've not heard that Chris has recorded. Yeah. It's called Agent Chris's Guide to Calling a Radio Station. Yeah. Shall we have a listen? <laughs> go on, then. Okay. If you're calling the Ian Lee Afternoon Wilder Show... There's three things you need to remember. Number one, make sure you have your radio switched off. Number two, make sure you have enough signal for your call. And number three, make sure you have something interesting, compelling and entertaining to add. Otherwise you can f*** off. Are you getting at me? Oh, that's the funniest thing I've heard in a long, long time. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't aimed at you, Wanda, at all. That's just a general... Uh, I'm not, I genuinely not heard that before, and that's very funny. Thank you for that, Chris. Uh, that's uh, just general advice for anybody who's thinking of calling up this show. Uh, Wanda. Yes? Uh, do you have uh, a strong signal? Uh, uh, yes, I do have I, a strong is signal. Is your radio switched off? Yes, Do yes. you have something interesting to say? Yes, uh, I have got a friend, and uh, yes. she's, uh, she's 91. What? And, uh, <laughs> Don't tell me she was in a hospital and she had to got sent home early. She was in a hospital and she was... Yeah. How do you know? Yeah. 
That was it. She got sent home early. <laughs> but if she, if she could have stayed the night, then the carers would have been she's there. She's at home by herself. All she's got is a pint of milk and what? some sliced loaf. Is that what I pay my taxes for? That's what I want to say. God, <laughs> can I, can I, I didn't... Can I, <laughs> it's like... It's a, I, <laughs> yeah, yes? Uh, I just think... Why am I paying my taxes? You know, she's 91. She's by herself. The carers aren't there till the following day. I... <laughs> My heart, I tell you, my heart, I just, it broke. Jeez. It took a few thousand pieces. I couldn't believe it. Am I paying my taxes? I don't know. Are you paying your taxes? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. And just just I'm, some milk? I'm, just milk and sliced life. Not even butter, not even margarine. Did she, she knew your family, did she? She's, she does know my family. She's a friend of the family. Right, from... She's got arthritic hands and she can't butter bread. Right, oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, this is it. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. Are, are you paying your taxes? <laughs> is this... If you are paying your taxes, what you have to wonder, is this what you're paying your taxes for? Exactly, exactly. Did you just say wonder? Uh... You're taking the mic out of my name? Uh, just a little bit. Um, I heart you. Yes. Uh, Jonathan, she was fun, wasn't she? Oh, Thank fun. you, a very, very, very nice lady. I, I thought, lovely lady. Uh, now, about, uh, I did want to talk first about gymnastics, but I'm more interested in the uh, making love and cleaning the kitchen floor. Okay. Why, why can't you do them both at once? Oh, God, no, because I'm not a freak like that. <laughs> why not? Oh, no. My da- uh, my days of, you know, I, I've got to be, we've got to be, we, this is an odd conversation to have at this time of the day. Because I know, so and much... I'm, I'm too old for it. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, so go back to gymnastics. Yes, please. I, I have to say, I think female gymnastics is a bit gay, but I do like male gymnastics. Right, and that's not gay? No. Right, yeah. How does no, no. that work? Well, of course it does, because, I mean, female, when I mean gay female gymnastics, it's a bit naff gay, you know, a little yes. bit throwing ribbons around and things Yeah, like they that. do the thing with the ribbons and the ball and yeah, stuff, and I that's silly. That. Uh, but wh- Whereas men are just, like, you know, spinning around and, and, and you know, uh, doing exactly. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and um, jump, you know, I love to watch uh, men vaulting, not for any other reason. I think, of course, it's, um, look, it looks, it's a good sport, you know, it looks manly, doesn't it? What, pole vaulting? Yes. You po- the pole vault is an, a, an amazing, <laughs> you've got to feel sorry for those poles. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're probably best to move on. This will be, this will be the one that gets us taken off the air. I, I don't care anymore, to be honest. The Hope. Uh, oh, oh, Heather Jingles. Yes. Yes. Now, where did that promo come from? But the LBC thing. Yeah. Um, it's c- is it not an official one then? No. It was well, it was in the computer, so I'm guessing it was an o- official one. I think you're behind it. Is it? Well, hang on, it's nothing to do with me. I, c- well, I suspect that my producer, Agent Chris, who seems to be wanting to beef up his part a little bit, yes. has has knocked that. that- He's getting a little bit t- t- too big, big for his big boots. boots. His boots, yes. I-, I-, I suspect that he made that and uh, was disrespectful to all of the hardware. Can I just congratulate you on uh, replaying that um, old jingle we made a year ago? Because that's good. What one was that? Is it s- some people like to yeah, talk? It's been revised. It's had a, had an update. What that you put Jenny Eclair in it? <laughs> that that's it, isn't it? That's what you did. No. What else did you do? There were some other little tweaks. Well, what other tweaks are in there? Well, if you can't hear them, then it's up to you to find them. Are you going to get us to record another uh, poem for Christmas this year? Uh, I might be doing that, yeah. Excellent, because we, can I say, on behalf of all the presenters, we love doing those. I'm sure you do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, listen, I apologise for that one sneaking through, and I, yes. shall, I shall have words with Chris. Yes, you will, and I will as well. Uh, goodbye. Will you? Bye-bye.
Blimey. Don't get, Chris, don't get me. Listen, don't mess around with stuff like that, because Heather goes mental. All right, you know, make those little tapes and play, play, play them to your mates at home. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone goes, oh, isn't Chris funny? He knows how to work a computer tape recorder. But don't, don't involve the Ian Lee show in it, because it's, uh, you know, I, I predict big, big things for this show. Onwards and upwards, or something. Uh, okay, gymnastics uh, going on tours. Uh, Groundhog Day. We've, we've kind of we, uh, we've kind of dissected Groundhog Day, I suppose. But oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. And for all you Yasser watchers, no sign of Yasser yet. So Yasser, uh, I'm going to speak to Yasser directly, if I may. I know you're listening, Yasser, and I know that we have had some issues in the past, uh, some discrepancies over leap years, uh, over the clocks going backwards and the clocks going forwards. If you come on the air. Now, before five o'clock, I will publicly apologise to you and say whatever it is you want me to say to you live on air. That's for Yasser only. Everyone else can get knotted, but uh, let's see how that goes. Meanwhile, here's Giorgio. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello, Giorgio. Oh, it's Giorgio. You've not called up for a while, have you? I haven't called up, no. Yes. Um, you know, I was going to say, you see Yasser. I, do, I see Yasser. Oh, do you see Yasser? No, I don't see Yasser. No, but what I'm saying is, you see, with Yasser, I've got a sneaky feeling that, um, well, he's, he's not around for, for particular reasons that I can't divulge, but if he's listening, can I just make an appeal to him? Please do. I've always been a big fan of you, Yasser. You Torag. Yes. Hello? Yes. Was that you, Yasser? You Torag. I see. Well, there's no need to get saucy, is there? Now, listen, if you're out there, Yasser, I'd like to make an appeal for, on behalf of all the oh, other... shut up now. Excuse me? Oh, shut up now. I'd like to make an appeal for all the, from all the LBC listeners. I want you all to get in touch um, and try and get hold of Yasser. We miss you dearly. You are just a one in a million, and you've always made me laugh, and I miss you immensely. Can you please get in touch? We are all worried about you. Well, Georgia, hopefully that will persuade uh, Yasser to call in. Call in. I'm sure it will. Now, what I was oh. really calling about... Oh, that, that wasn't it? You mean there's more... Always more with me, you know that. <sighs> now, what I was going to say to you was this. Um, yes. I'm going to a gay wedding. Oh, um, right. To a friend of mine. Okay. And um, I've got to do a speech. Yes. And I've always been rather useless to speeches and, you know, public speaking and whatnot. Yes. And I'd just like to ask you, um, could you give me some tips on, you know, public speaking? You've done lots of television shows and yes. gay and whatever else that you do on what? the site. But, yes. um, but I just wanted to know if it was possible. If you could just give me some tips on what to say. Um, well, uh, uh, be charming, be pleasant, uh, be uh, a little bit self-deprecating, that's always good. Uh, d do some jokes, but make them funny, uh, and, uh, do, do you know, only use two swear words. I see, and any particular ones I should use? Uh, them? yes. They've both got four letters. Oh, I see. Yes. Yes. So that really helps a lot. And, you Excellent. Know, how, how should I start? Look, let's assume that you was the one who was doing the speech for the gay wedding. Okay. How would you start it? What would you say? Um, you'd stand up, you know, you'd address the crowd, hello, it's me, it's Ian Lee, I wear a bit of eye makeup and whatever well, no, else. Uh, okay, uh, have they got a sense of humour, these gays? <laughs> they must have. Okay, then yeah. I I'd stand up and I'd say, um, can I have your attention, uh, please, <laughs> ladies? There you go, there's one, you can use that. <laughs> I like that one. Excellent. You can use that. Ladies. I make it sound like you're going to say ladies and gentlemen, but don't. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, it, we're brought here today on this uh, very special day, uh, the wedding of, I don't know, like Tony and Steve. Yes. 
Um, I don't know. The thing is, I don't know them, Giorgio. You, you kind of have to make... I, I'm assuming you're quite good friends with them, are you? Well, that, that has... That has been known, yes, especially after... Okay, steady on, steady on. Of course, sorry. Then I suggest that you just kind of make a few in-jokes that will sort of embarrass them, but not embarrass them too much that they get angry with you. Oh, I see. Well, they are quite sort of, you know, they're muscle marys, shall we say. Okay. Um, And maybe I could talk about, I don't know, weight or muscles or, you know, little shorts and baseball bats. There you go, exactly. You've got it, you've got it, you've got it. Excellent work. And Let, bicycles, maybe. Yes. Let us know how it goes. I certainly will. Good, good luck. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Georgia. Uh, Bill's in the Leighton. Hello, Bill. Yeah, what's up, Ian? Fraggle Rock is to be turned into a movie. What? Fraggle Rock. What's that? What? You don't know what Fraggle Rock is? No, nah, mate. What's that? How old are you? 24. Oh, you probably wouldn't know what Fraggle Rock is. What? If someone can call in and sing the Fraggle Rock theme tune, uh, then th- you'll uh, win my respect. Deborah? No, I don't smoke, man. Oh, Deborah's bottled it. Deborah bottled it. Okay, Bill, go, if you don't know what Fraggle Rock is, then that's a, a non... What, what are you, who are you talking to? Oh, sorry, someone asked me for a cigarette. Okay. Can I have a cigarette? Uh, I had some, but I didn't give them, them they were. Okay, hang on a second. Uh, line three, can you sing the Fraggle Rock theme? Dad, she cares away, who worries for another day, let your music play, down at Fraggle Rock. Excellent. So, you see, that's how... That's Hello. how... Yeah, sorry, that was Mark in Regent's Park there, I, I think. I recognise that, that strange voice. Uh, that's how Fraggle Rock goes. Does it? Yes. It sounds rubbish, man. <laughs> but anyway, what are you doing? It here? was about a lighthouse keeper. Boring. Uh, but, but behind a hole in this wall lived the Fraggles. And did he see any naked women through that hole in the wall? No, they were Fraggles. Um, what's the point of that? Yeah, what's the point of having a hole in the wall if you can't see naked women? Ian, man, I've got some advice to keep you young. Oh, okay, nice one. Come jam with me, we'll listen to some nice hip-hop records, I'll, I'll dress you in some nice coat from JD Sports. Yes. You'll do be you... killing it, bruv. Uh, do you work at JD Sports, Bill? Because this is the second time uh, you've mentioned them and their clothes. I just want, I just, I fear for you, Ian, man. I remember when you was young and vibrant. Yes, and now I'm, I'm, I'm old and unvibrant. No, 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 you're, you're still vibrant, but, you know, you just seem a bit depressed. Can I have that Fraggle Rock in my, uh, folder, please? Uh, I am depressed, Bill, because as you get older, you realise that life is well, rubbish. Well, hang out with me, man, I'll make, I'll, I'll make your life better. Um, it's tempting, but I'm going to say no. Deborah. Hello. Hello, Deborah. I'm reading about the tour guide. Oh, yes, go ahead. I am a tour guide. Oh, hello. Hello. Do you hold an umbrella above your head? Very, very rarely, and only if it's raining. Oh, I like. Oh, I, I like it when they wave the umbrella. Follow me. Follow me. I know, but it makes you look like a Prattian. Yeah, it does. That's true. What tour do you do? I do loads of different tours. Firstly, Ian. Yes. The guide that you saw, my darling. Where yes. were they? Were they on an open top double decker bus? No, they were. They were a walking tour. Ah. Well, you see, they might not have been a fully qualified guide. Oh, okay. Might because just been you know some your bloke. assistant said to you earlier on about did they have a blue badge? Yes. Right. Well, that's a blue badge. That's a London registered guide, and that's what right. I am. Right. So that takes about two years two, to qualify for. Two years to qualify to be a tour guide? Yeah. That's because, a con. Because, no, because what it includes... Really? Is two I years? It's a long time. Yeah, I know. It's a killer of a course. Okay. Well, what, how do, what do you have to do in this course, then? Um, oh, you have to do loads of stuff. Uh, you have to learn about architecture and politics. Oh, okay. And All right. 
That's, kinds of bits and that sounds good then. That sounds good. It's nice and, and detailed. And then once you've qualified, yes. then you can guide things like Westminster Abbey, yeah, yeah. Cathedral, yeah. and British Museum. Yeah. 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 And uh, then you can kind of diversify. So then you can do other sort of tours. So I do some walking tours. Yes. I've been okay. on, my friend years ago used to be a, a, a guide on, on one of these London tour buses things. So you get right. on the bus and you, you and that was kind of cool. A, because you're on an open top bus, which is always cool, being on the top deck of that. Yeah. Uh, and B, it was kind of nice. But I, the, I do like the, uh, the sound of the, of the walking tours. Yeah, well, I do the Ripper tours. Oh. Mm. Tell me a fact about Jack the Ripper. Uh, 1888, five murders. We don't know who he is. Um... Autumn of Terror, um, same year that Van Gogh painted the sunflowers. Oh, you're good. Stop the clock. You've got, you've done it. Well done. <laughs> that's it. That's brilliant, being able to just reel off that knowledge. Do you ever, what my friend used to do when he get, got bored, was he would make stuff up. Oh, now. Yeah, oh, Deborah. Deborah, and, you, and you've got a blue badge as well. Shame I on know, you. it's a shame. But it's only sometimes if I feel that the group's moronic. Yeah, yes, yes. And then I want to see if they're paying attention, and then I might, I might play nasty games, yeah. So, so what kind of stuff have you lied about then? <laughs> um, I was once asked in Westminster Abbey about Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And um, the person that asked me got a bit confused and wanted to know if um, Sherlock Holmes was written by William Shakespeare. Oh, genius. So I said that it was, and it was some of his earlier stuff. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, kind of, we just play sometimes... Uh, Americans, was it? Were they? <laughs> Funny you should Yeah, that. that's the thing. They don't know anything about anything. So God you can, you them, can say nothing. this to them. I've been asked some good questions, though, recently. Go on. Um, Natural History Museum, mm. and I was talking about animals extinct. Yes. One of the Americans asked me if they were still extinct. Oh, the thing is, if, if you're asking questions like that, you shouldn't be allowed out of your house, let alone <laughs> go to another country. Deborah, I've got to go, but thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye now. What a nice lady. I wouldn't mind going on a tour being le- uh, led by her. She sounds very nice. We've got a lot of nice people calling in today. Thank you to, to Mark in the park for calling in with uh, Fraggle Rock. Uh, yeah, sir, if, if, listen, if you're out there, 0870-9090-973, I beg you, call in, my friend. Okay, rumours abound that we've got a celebrity caller coming very soon. Um, but it's not Yasser. Yasser still hasn't called in, by the way. Uh, which is disappointing. If you just tuned in, uh, been a pretty good show so far. It's going to get better, I know. Uh, th- there are rumours that an old favourite of ours, uh, Yasser, um, steady on, would be calling in before five. It's not happened. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, but, uh, we have been dissing gymnastics. We've been talking about going on t- walking tours after I saw one today where the guide was pointing up prostitutes to people. I thought, if you, if you look up there, you can see that she's not got a red light in a window, she's got a red umbrella. That means she's open for business. He was a Scotchman, but I can't do the accent, so I'm just doing a posh voice instead. Uh, and we've dissected the film Groundhog Day. We've been unable, though, to ascertain exactly how many years Bill Murray was stuck in Groundhog Day. So if you've got any ideas, 0870 Eddie's in the Basildon. Oh, Ian. Hello, Eddie. All right, great show, mate. Thank you. Yeah, are you talking about tours? Yes. Yes, my wife's off on a tour on Sunday. All right, well, she, what, what, what is it? It's a Jack the Ripper tour she's going on. Oh, hang on, the woman who just called in and does the Jack the Ripper tour. Oh, was it? Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, no, the, the last lady we had on does it. Oh, does she? She, 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 just, she sounded very, very good. So it's, you're, you're... Oh, right, she's off on Sunday. I don't know why. She wants to go on that well, night, is, walking what? around all gate at night. But what, what, time, what... what time of night is it? 
I'm not quite sure, but I'm I'm actually in the evening. Uh, it would be. I, I kind of like the idea of it, but then I suppose the yeah. actual practice of, of walking. Is your wife obsessed with with <laughs> Jack the Ripper? Um, not that I know of. It's a strange. Not that I know of, but. Um, I mean, she's frightened of her own shadow, so why she wants to go on that, I've got no idea. Do you think that she's doing it because she wants to be a little bit scared? Probably. Yeah. Probably. But I could probably do that for her. Well, you, well, tell, tell her you're going to stay with her for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you're not going then, Eddie? No, I don't... No, not for me, Ian. What, what are you going to do, then? I don't know. I don't know. Probably, uh... Go out for a drink or something? Yeah. I'll tell you what I would like, have a go at the Mystery Voice, Ian. Oh, you want to play the Mystery Voice competition now? We yeah. Had, okay, this is very, very exciting. Right. Uh, the, the pot has increased, uh, right. as it's not been guessed yet. So let us know, who do you think this is? Okay. I'm not going to time. I'm not going to time. I'm not going to time. Okay, who do you think that right. is? Uh, could I hear it one more time, Ian? Okay, yeah, sure, here we go. Here's, here's Duncan Ballantyne, uh, saying his name. Who do you think this is? I'm not going to time. I'm not going to time. I'm not going to time. Who do you think that is? Mm, is it the... The well-known comedian and impressionist Bobby Davro. Thinking that is Bobby Davro. Let's find out if you're right. Papa Oh, Eddie, I'm afraid you're wrong. Ah. Good guess. Not good enough. The pot increases by another thing going in there. Ah, it's the weekend, isn't it? Paul. Hello. Hello, Paul. Hello. Um, the Scottish guy in, in Soho. Yes. Um, I don't think he's a, uh, a tour guide taking people around historic, um, sites. I think he's a cultural tour guide. When, when people come to London, they go and see him, and he takes them around, shows them how British people, uh, you know, find their prostitutes, and then they go round to, um, Ann Summers, and they show them where to buy their underwear. Yes. Yeah, and then they go to Oxford Street and he shows them how the shops work. Yes. And then they go back to a classroom and they listen to LBC and say, this is how our radio works. Oh, blimey. This is early. That's going to that's gonna put them back off. They'll be going straight back home. Well, there you go. And, you know, once they've learned how all our cults... Uh, how, how, to get, how to get prostitutes, where to shop and where to buy underwear from. Once exactly. they've learned that... Exactly. They're how sorted. Taxi and yeah, yeah. Everything that, you know, is different... Than it is in their own country. Paul, you, you speak good sense. Thank you very much for that. Uh, nice chap. I get very nervous hailing a black cab. I get very uncomfortable because, especially if I'm, I haven't uh, listen. I haven't hailed a black cab for ages. When I used to be on TV, I used to get them all the time uh, because uh, well, I just did. Uh, but I don't now. But uh, I, 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 quite often, I've, I, I've gone in a black cab and said on Moswell Hill, and they said no, not 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 going that far. But that, uh, very annoying. So I, don't, I get uncomfortable hailing black cabs. Uh, I have to build up my courage. Uh, Keith is in Sunningdale. Hello, Keith. Hi. Hello. Um, you said yesterday that usually no girls like your show. No, no, no. But this is the way, apparently, the research <clears throat> has has proved. I don't believe this research. No, but that well, women I, I, don't like the show. But I know that to be wrong. But I introduced my girlfriend to your show about five weeks ago, and she thought it was hilarious. Loved it. Was laughing every night. Loved Graham, Brenda. Oh, right. Thought you were hilarious. And then, on Wednesday, yes. when you mentioned the website, she went on the computer. Uh-oh. The next thing I heard was, Oh, no! It's not him, is it? Oh, He's no! He's crap! Oh, no! And I was like, But you've been laughing for, <sighs> you know, enough two months. Yeah, but I didn't know it was him, though. 
She said, like, well, did you make her that? Yeah, that's, well, that's, she, obviously, well, okay, so she wasn't a fan of my TV work. Uh, yeah. So, so now, retrospectively, uh, I'm different on the radio than I am on TV. Uh, so now, after five weeks of loving it, she's not listening anymore. Well, she actually, she was doing Sudoku and reading her book last night when you were on. Yeah. So I, I'm not bothered. Okay, well, that's... I was listening to it, but, but I'll try and get around <laughs> again. Not him, right. he's, he's crap. <laughs> don't, don't let ball bag for Thames Mead on tonight, please. Uh, right. I, will do, okay. I will do my best. Keith, thank you very much for that. <laughs> well, there you go, you see. Uh, 0870-9090-973. Uh, Chris, d- now, I'm guessing we've got Yasser's phone number in our database somewhere, have we? Well, I'll have to hunt it down. Can you hunt it down? If he's not called up by five, I don't know what the rules are. If he's not called up by five, can you give him a call and ask him if he'd like to come on air and talk to us? I'll see what I can do. We've had the email from him saying he'd like to, so, um, okay. It'd be nice if he could. Jackie's in South Mims. Hello. Hello, Jackie. I'll make it quick because I, I know the news is coming well, up. Well, no, you've got, you've got f- three minutes. Oh, have I? Okay. And I've got three things to ask you. Okay. Number one. I've got, I've got uh, this. Uh, this spot on my back is killing me. Squeeze it. I, well, no. Thing is, it's slightly awkward to reach, and I, I probably could just. I've had a go the past couple of days, but it's oh, it's just one of those ones. Get you Chris sw- to do it. No, I'm not doing that. No, oh, I'll pop round. Don't worry. I, I went to the osteopath today. I didn't hear me say this earlier, and I was worried because he was manipulating my back and, squ- and pushing and rubbing. And I thought, please don't squeeze that spot because it's going to be embarrassing for both of us. Oh, did he touch it? He, he did touch it a bit, and it just it kind of really hurt. Well, that's probably why it really hurts now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's angered it. He's angered my spot. Uh, anyway, yes. Your spot. Right, number one. Bit of advice, please, and probably a topic you could use. When is it appropriate to put your Christmas tree up? Hang on a minute. Sorry. Someone has emailed in saying that uh, he's uh, the guy has heard a, an interview with the director from Groundhog Day, and the director said the movie spanned over a hundred years. Which movie? Groundhog Day. No, he didn't. According to this, I heard an interview with the director once, he made mention of the fact that Groundhog Day spanned over a hundred years. Well, the actual Groundhog Day might have done, but not the film. No, the film goes on for a hundred... He's stuck in that for a hundred years. No, that's rubbish. Why is that rubbish? Because when he comes back into real time and his life goes on, he's back into real time. It doesn't span out. He only goes over... Three or four day period, doesn't it? He learned because he learns how to play the piano. Yeah, you don't learn that in three days. Yeah, but he li- relives the same day, so he can remember what he relives. Well, yeah, he, lives, he relives the same day, but he, re- he relives it over a hundred days. Oh, a hundred days. Over a hundred years. Sorry, not over three or four days. Well, I can't see that. There are at least thirty-three days represented in the film. Uh, I know that for a fact. But well, then it was over thirty-three days. Then oh no, because you wouldn't have let. To play the piano like Exactly, because at the start, of, when he goes for his first piano lesson, he's rubbish. Yeah. Then, when he, then at the end of the film, he's playing like boogie woogie like I ain't never seen before. Yeah, that's right. Very good as well. Yeah, very good. Well, they don't make that clear in the film. What? That it's a hundred years? Yeah. No, they don't. I think someone ought to complain. I'm going to. Anyway, Christmas tree, uh, end of November. Oh, it's just that Steve Allen was banging on this morning that he's putting up his up this weekend. Ah, he's a dick. Next, next, next point. Um, I've forgotten it. Okay, and the, oh, no, the no, third just point. To, just to warn you, warn you. Yeah. It was a warning. Yeah. Um, just to let you know it's half-term next week, so oh, watch out. no, is it? Yeah. Oh. Because I'm on half-term now! Oh, blimey. It's, we're just I know gonna... how you like warning in advance. Thank you. I mean, I do, listen, I like young people calling in. I like it I a lot. But, at half-term, we just get all the idiots phoning up who do, just want to phone up to see if you actually do get on the air. 
uh, and see if they can get away with swear. We're going to have to get... Can we get an, our dump button tested for next yeah, week? Yeah, make sure it's, it's well-oiled. The final thing before the news... Yes. Um, do you ever down sort of podcast other, other presenters and listen back to them? Uh, Nick Albert and Clive Ball, yes. Well, Marcus Churchill and I had a 20-minute conversation about you a couple of nights ago, and he just thinks you're wonderful. Oh, Jackie, I've got to go, but I should be checking that out. 0870-9090-973. Ian Beanpole Lee. 0870-9090-973. But put your phones down for a second. Now, if you've listened to this show for the year that we've been in this slot... You will know that for the first, I don't know, four or five months of the year, of, of, of this year of us doing this slot, we used to have a, a young person who would call in three, four, five times a day. Then he stopped calling. There, was, there were no more calls. I suspect that we fell out. Uh, I know that this person sent emails to Mr Hooker, one of the bosses here at LBC Towers, to try and get me the sack. Uh, I also know this person has emailed me recently saying that they would call in today. That person didn't call in. Chris looked through his, uh, his diary, found old phone numbers. We phoned a number we thought may have been, may not have been. Please say it was the right number. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome back on the air, it's Yasser from the Stratford. Hello, Ian. Hey, Yasser, how's it going? Um, all right. Well, now, where have you been, man? We've missed you. I just haven't called in. I know. No, because, uh, that's what people said, people said before, they don't want to hear me. They don't, I don't call in, and then I listen to people later... They didn't want me to call in, and I didn't do that. I did what they wanted me to do. Who didn't want you to call you know, in? All the callers before always say, well, less of Yasser, too much of Yasser, and I thought, uh, nice, no, less, you got less of Yasser, you got what you want now, isn't it? Oh, but, but Yasser, I wanted more of Yasser. That's not what, no, I remember what you said once, you said, oh, you've been on the air too much, you've been on the air too much. That's well, complete rubbish, Ian. Well, you used to, you did come on, maybe, maybe we had you on too many times in a show, because sometimes you'd be maybe, on three yeah, or four maybe, times. Well, maybe more than once, yeah. Maybe, maybe we should have just had you once on a show, so maybe yeah. that was my fault if that was the case. But, you know, for, hey, listen, man, there are people that, that, that think there's too much of me on the air, but I still turn up every day. Yeah, but, like, people listen because, uh, as, because uh, they think that you're, like, kind of, um, kind of immature, and, like, you know, you're 32, but you're acting, like, on the radio, like, about 20 Yes. You do. That's what the bosses of LBC Tommy said. Now, nah, don't worry about what he says. Yes. He's kind of um, a kid kind of thing like this. Because yes. you, you said... Uh, now, I'm not... Uh, listen, I'm not angry with you at all, so don't think you know, but you did send an email to Mr Hooker trying to get me the sack, didn't you? Not the sack, no. You did, because you sent me an email yeah, saying no. you were going to send an email to, to Mr Hooker to get me the sack. I did send him an email, yes, I did. And that's great, and I'm glad you did. That's well within your rights. And thank, thank, what did it say in that email? Um, I, I can't remember word for word. No. But it said something like, don't take what anything in so seriously because he's that kind of a kid kind of thing and that immature kind of thing like this. Okay. But so what have you been doing the last few months? A lot of people have been emailing in, asking uh, if you're all right and what you've been up to. So how's, how's things been going in Yasser's world? Um, I, um, kind of, all right. But not brilliant. Okay, all right, but not brilliant. Yeah. Okay, right. well that's that's better than than go, things going terribly. They're not, they're not terrible, oh. but they're not brilliant either. Okay. So listen, you, you're on now. How does it feel to be back on? Does it feel good? I I, I don't feel nothing really. Uh, yeah, you, you don't feel nothing. No. Okay. I, I no because um, I think the last time I called was about nearly four or five months ago. Yes, it was a long time ago, and we have been worried about you. I thought maybe you'd gone to prison, or maybe you'd emigrated, or, or something like that, but, but you, you, do you think you might start calling in again? 
I'm not sure. What, what I want to know is, yeah, so can you and I be friends? Not friends that meet and hang out and talk to each other in the real world. Of course but, but can not. we? Because that would be crazy. But can we get on with each other enough for you to start calling in again? Because I... Listen, who knows how long we're going to be here, you know? So let's not waste any time. Let's try and make this as friendly as possible. Right. And you call in more. Um, the reason I didn't call in... Yes. ...is because, um, I was just... The reason I I got my dates from, because, um... I thought it was, it's next week that the clocks go, I, I, I just want to hear what you're going to say about... It's next week the clocks go forward, yes. Yeah, yeah, now you're getting it right. How come, yeah, I, I can still remember uh, the last week you said they go back something, because I, I don't forget, I can remember some stupid stuff and some, I can't remember important stuff, I can remember what you said then, I can remember, so, you know, so now you're saying they go forward, I thought that you said they go back, so you're making, <laughs> so I just wanted to hear what you're going to say about that. Right, so just, let's just get this right, but what, what do you, uh... Uh, they go, no, they I go for, they go forward in October. Yes, by one uh, hour. All I want, I'll call in if uh, um, you say that I what I'm, you're saying now is correct, and what you said before was wrong. Yes. So if you say that, what I said, if you just say yes. that, I'll call in. Okay. So maybe a bit wh- more. Wh- what do you want me to say? Yeah, I said to get you to call in more. That the um, clocks go forward an hour. You, I, this, uh, I, uh, I want you to say this. Let me just finish, and then when I finish, I'll let you. Okay. It, okay? Sorry, sorry, I apologise. Yes. All right, then I want you to say um, the clock. Uh, what I said last year. And this time, this time last year, about the clocks going back, was wrong. They actually go forward in the winter and back in the summer. OK, I can do that. Thank you very much. My name is Ian Lee, and to apologise to Yasser, I would like to say, if I said... Uh, let me do it again, because I'm after. Hello, my name is Ian Lee, and I would like to apologise to Yasser. Whatever I said last year about the clocks going back uh, at this summer year is wrong. In fact, in October, as we all know, the clocks go forward one hour and they go backwards in the springtime. I apologise for any confusion and upset I may have caused. Thank you very much. That's... And you're, will you start calling in again? Um, yeah, um, yeah um, I don't know how much I'll be calling in. I, I'll be calling in... I don't want to call in too much. No. People will just say, I'm calling in Maybe, too t- maybe twice, 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 twice a week. All right, Monday and a Friday or what? Monday and a Friday. All right, then fine. Lovely. OK, now listen, you also, we've only got a minute left. You also sent me another email saying that you were having trouble closing an eBay auction early. Um, yeah, I was wondering if, any, um, if anybody could help me with it. We've got someone that can help. Verinda, can you help us, sir? No. Um, yeah, I'm, I've listed an item on, on eBay on Monday... Right, and I didn't get any uh, bids for it, and I thought, I'm not getting any bids for it, and I want to sell it down, um, because I wasn't getting any bids for it. Hello? Is anyone there? Hello? Hello, yes. Did you hear what I said, or...? Uh, Can you say that again, or do you hear...? I said that I put something on auction, on the eBay auction, and I've got no bids so far on it, and... I've changed, I like, I thought, I'm not going to get any bids now because there's not that much time left, and I want to take it off the auction. So we'll take it off then. But I, how do I do that? Uh, just cancel, uh, cancel the account. Um, I tried, um, I looked on the thing, but there's no, um, bit where I can find where to cancel it, so I can't, I don't know where that is, so where to, um, do I just go into my uh, account and then try to go through that way? Yes, that's the way. All Excellent. Right, uh, Verinda, thank you for that. Yes, thank I've you. got to go, but Mondays and Fridays. All right, then. Uh, all right, then. Thanks very it's much. It's really nice to speak to you. Yes, so take care. Thank you very much. Bye, then. What a good lad. Thank you. At low speed. Hey, London. TV's grumpiest man, Leslie Grantham, is going to be on Paul Ross's breakfast show tomorrow morning from 9, doing the pay-per-view. 
Good luck, Paul. You'll need it. Uh, the Paul show is excellent. Uh, if I'm up, I listen to it. I try and sleep in on Saturday mornings. I'll be up tomorrow, actually, because I'm going to uh, wedding. So I should be listening to that. Uh, excellent stuff. Uh, 0870 They're all coming out of the woodwork now. It's like a greatest hits of LBC. Let's go to Tallulah first. Hello, Tallulah. Hello, you. Hello, you. Hey. Uh, I used to be a gymnast. <laughs> did you now? I did. Nice. I was completely ad- addict and uh, addict. An addict to, to gymnastics. Yes. It's a pointless thing, though, that doesn't... It doesn't even look that impressive, especially the thing on the mat where the girls just wiggle around a little bit and then do a couple of uh, rollovers and that's it. it but, but it's your acrobatic to, to fly via your own pace and uh, well, muscles. They, they don't fly, though, to Well, tumbling. Tumbling and uh, uh, twisting and all these things in the, in the air. It's brilliant, I tell you. It's so addictive. I've been... In, in gymnast, uh, Monday to Saturday, every day. Why not Sunday, you lazy woman? That's where I became cold turkey, because that oh. was just a day off. But, I but don't it. young girls... Is it not true that when young girls do gymnastics, because they're still growing, they do a lot of damage to their bones and their bodies? Well, what you said earlier, in schools they should leave their hands off that stuff, because it's yes. t- 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 used t- uh, totally wrong. But in... Normally, you get seen by the doctor every half a year. Oh, right, okay. Really c- very well controlled. Yes. But it, it, it's, it's, as spectator sports go, it's pretty dull, isn't it? I, I love watching it because I, oh. I think it's, it's magic. You see, even football, I picked up on it and yeah. do their somersaults on the ground and they score the goal. Well, go, no, go and watch, go, if you want to see, like, acrobatics done in an exciting way, then go and watch a Jackie Chan film or something. Oh, that's what I might go and watch tonight, actually. There's a new Jackie Chan film out. But, but honestly, to be honest, I couldn't care less if somebody watched me, just the addiction of the adrenaline. You just you'd love the adrenaline of, of uh, jumping over a horse. Why is it called a horse? It's called, it's not called a horse. It's called Ford. It's called or Bolt. It's called a horse, isn't it? Yeah, in German. I mean, but it's it's a different. Uh, oh. uh, uh, why is it called that? Because it looks a bit like it. it's like a shape of a horse. No, it? it's not got a head or a tail. Yeah, they or a ding dang. They chopped that off. What? <laughs> they chopped the ding dang off? <laughs> yes, they chopped everything. Ow! Off. <laughs> That's gonna hurt. Uh, Tallulah, listen, I'm gonna move on. Thank you for that. As we go to number three in the chart of uh, LBC callers, it's Lynn in Forest Gate. What's happening? <laughs> Hello, Lynn. Like what? I don't like war, no. I think it's terrible. No, no, like what? You say, oh. what's happening? Well, like just, we, what? we've, we've, in this hour, we've had Yasser, we've had Verinda, we've had Tallulah, and now we've got you. It's, it's like a rundown of LBC's top callers. Okay. You know what, Ian? It's like, it's like, um, uh, the, uh, take that getting back together or something. <laughs> and you're, 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 um, who's, uh, who's the, the, the one that does the songwriting? Who? The chubby one. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Gary Barlow. Oh, Gary Barlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're Gar- yeah, Gary Barlow. Yeah. You know, Ian. Yes. I, I really, really like what you've done today to Yasa. And that's what I, I gave him the advice, you know? Oh, yes. One, few, don't phone all day, every day. Don't phone every day because yes. of his, he's a school age. Yes. You understand? Yes. The other pe- uh, listeners, they can call every day, but when you are a school age, yes. you got to concentrate on your education. Yes. No, listen every day, but don't phone every day. You see, that's it. So I am really with you, you yes. know, issue for like the thing is, though, Monday, 
to our Friday, he twice did. a week. That's okay. Can you please give the same advice to the other North case? I don't know. You call him Verinda. a woman. Verinda. You call him a man. I don't know what he is. But yes. give him the same advice. Okay. Yes. And Anthony, those be a school age, all those... Uh, Please, uh, any school age uh, that phone you, 18. tell them to yeah. ring you, yeah. not often. I know you are a sweet presenter, but, you know, just school age, uh, you, you see what I mean, uh, 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 Ian? Yes. And there's something else I wanted to say anyway. Yes, yes. Can, can, can you just move Dave for a second, just in case that, that, that other chap calls in, I want to speak to them. Yes, yes. Okay. Hang, on, uh, yeah. hang on a second. I, I, yeah. Hang on a second. Okay. Uh, ben! Oh, yeah, I thought, whilst you're doing the uh, great callers, I'm yeah. not well phone it, It's not that much of a take that reunion, I'm afraid. Sorry. Sorry, Lynn, carry on. Ah, who? We, we, don't want, we don't want Robbie involved. No, it's no, just... we don't want that silly uh, person called Ben or whatever. No. He's such a, I don't know, is he he or she? I don't know. Who knows? So, anyway. I don't know. Yes. So, anyway, let me just catapult myself to what I want to say. Please, please do. Yes, yes. You see, um, you know, Saturday is uh, um, the X Factor. And uh, and um, um, you know my my hero is uh, Ross Stewart, and they're gonna sing. Everyone are gonna sing Ross Stewart. So I don't know whether you want me briefly to just sing one of the tracks that yes. I want to sing. Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. That's um, uh, I don't um, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, where you go? <laughs> okay. I don't wanna <laughs> talk about it. How you broke my heart. I don't wanna talk about it. How you broke this heart. If I say it just a little bit longer. If I say this or to be this so hot, it's so hot. It's so long, so can I just stop here? <laughs> Is that okay, or do you want me to carry on? <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Take care, have a nice weekend. Have a nice weekend. I say have a nice weekend. Huh? Uh, why am I talking to Chris? Ian, I say have a nice weekend. Ah, <laughs> uh, stop that trick. It's Chris. I'm li- I'm hearing Chris. Oh, what I'm doing? Well, it's all chill out. That's it. What about you? You tell me. How will you chill out? No, I don't. I don't do that. Okay, who is Dave? <laughs> who is Dave? Yeah? Still. Uh, uh, Ian, I say have a nice weekend. Well, I can't hear. Who, uh, hello, Dave. Hello. Yeah. How are you? Fine, and you? I'm very well. Okay, nice good, good. You have a very nice singing voice. You have I? You have a very nice singing voice. Do you know any more? <laughs> yes, I, I've got Sing a lot. Sing Rod Stewart. I'm his biggest fan, apart from you, of course. Sorry? Sing me some more, because I'm his second biggest fan under you. Oh, the, shall I? I don't yeah. know if he and has got the time for us. Sing us some more, Rod. Yeah. More? Okay, let me quickly sing. 
Eh, Maggie, eh, first cut is the deepest. Don't you know Maggie, mate? Oh, no! First cut is the deepest. Is that okay? That's fantastic. Sing some Okay, more. then you sing a little bit more. Maggie Lane. If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee... Okay, there we go. Oh, Dave! Hello, Dave. Oh, hello. Hello, this is fun, isn't it? It is. It's fantastic. I'm loving this. Last half hour is, is the, the best half hour I've ever been involved in. What can I do for you, sir? African singing Rod Stewart. Yes, it's, 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 she's got some voice. Anyway, what can I do for you? Oh, you talking about tours earlier. Yes. Um, and, uh, I'm a taxi driver and I bumped into a, a guy one day when I was doing the knowledge and he uh, turned out all these... London walks you get for Jack the Ripper, Highgate, Dulwich yes. Village and all that. It turns out that he, he started it all off and he's an American guy. Really? It is, yeah. 100% true, that is, yeah. Dave, uh, I've got to go, but thank you very much for that. That is 100% true. Make no mistake about it. Here comes the news. Thank you. The new Wilder Show. OK, if you've just tuned in, the best show we've ever done. I'm going to say that. The last half hour, the last half hour anyway, up until then it was an all right fair to middling show. Uh, between 5 and 5.30, genius. Yasser came back. We've made peace with Yasser. He's accepted. I, I've accepted uh, the, the clocks go forward uh, in a couple of weeks or in a week's time. Uh, I've apologised to him. He's going to be calling us Mondays and Fridays now, which is brilliant. Uh, Verinda spoke to Yasser and then to Lula and then Lillian Forest Gate. It's been mental. Uh, we've been talking about stuff. We've been like, oh, d- 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 dissing gymnastics. Uh, this guy I saw giving a tour and pointing out prostitutes uh, and Groundhog Day. That's pretty much been the show. Just, uh, when you say it like that, you think, well, how can that work? It's worked. Uh, and we've got the 5.38 Daily Correspondent update coming soon. And at 6, uh, Triple M taking your calls straight to air. Before that, it's Kate in Hounslow. Hello, Kate. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm all right. I watched episode three of series three of Lost this morning at eight o'clock in the morning, and it's brilliant. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very, very good. I, I was I was woken up at 20 to 8 by my plumber this morning. Oh, that's, that's a, nice. That's a crazy time to come. Well, at least he came. At least he came, that's true, you're right. Uh, yeah. So, um, I, I need to talk to you because I, I hear my boyfriend phoned up earlier and grasped me right up. Oh, yes, sir. No. <laughs> my, my, no, he's not my boyfriend. Oh, what was he? Was he Colin or Danny or something, who was he? No, Keith. Keith. He phoned to say that um, I realised... Who you were the other night. You've been listening for four or five weeks, loving the show, then you looked me up on the internet and you went, oh no, not him, he's crap. I didn't actually, I didn't actually say that. Yes. I just didn't, I didn't know who you were. And then I right. looked and I was like, oh no, I didn't realise it was him. I don't like him. I was. Hey, listen, no. I don't mind, I don't mind. What, <laughs> what, which, which of my uh, television shows had you seen? I'd seen the 11 o'clock show. Oh, you didn't like me on that? No, I, I really liked that. But you didn't like but me I on was, that? No, you were, you were good on that. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, I was just very disappointed because I really liked, um, The Big Breakfast, and yeah. I think Rise just didn't do it for me, so yeah. I was kind of upset all But my Rise was better than the, the original Rise. Did you see the original Rise, where it was all newsy and rubbish? Yeah. And then I took over, and it became a crazy fun house. <laughs> but you still- hey, listen, no one liked that show, no one watched that show, even though it's one of the things I'm most proud of, no one got off their backsides to watch it. But, so, well, how come you like, if you didn't like me on that, uh, how come you don't like, how come you do like me on this? Oh, you're really funny. Are you sure? Yeah, <clears> you are really funny. I think it's really funny. But, Especially when people phone up and they're like, you're not going to cut me off, are you? No. And you cut them off. But you me. know, now you know who I am. Yeah. Has it put you off slightly? And be, you can be honest, I won't be upset. Well, it did a little bit. Yeah. And then I kind of read my book and I was doing my Sudaku the other night. Yeah. And Keith was like, 
Oh, I was laughing. He was like, yeah, but you're still liking I was trying not to laugh because I was trying to prove to him that I didn't like you. Ah, there we go. It's weird that I've had, listen, I've had a similar thing where there have been people, <clears throat> I've, I've been enjoying something and then realised, actually, it's a person who I don't like, in inverted yeah. commas, <laughs> and so it kind of puts me off it a bit. And it's weird, uh, but uh, stick with it, Kate, come on. You, you, no, you... I will do. I will give you another chance. Okay. Definitely. Oh, well, listen, I'm going to cut you off now. Okay. There we go. Uh, Lindsay. Hi, Ian. I must say, today's been fantastic. All you need is Mario to ring up. Oh, yes. It's full set. Yeah, we got Mario. And yes, exactly. He's, no, he's not calling in for a while. It's been, it's been good today. I'm really pleased with it today. It's been really good. I've been laughing. I've been driving home. Excellent. Laughing. Thank anyway, you. Yeah, that's not what I wanted to call. But I'm, I'm really into this fantastic show. Today. Not always, but today's been very good. No, no yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Right, um... Are you, you're freelance, aren't you? Or do you work for LBC? No, uh, yes, I'm self-employed and freelance. So you can yes. work for anyone? Yes. Right, OK. Well, um, have you ever... I, I think it would be fantastic if you are invited to host um, Have I Got News For You. Now, now, here's a funny thing. They asked me to do that once, uh, about three years ago, when I was doing Rise. But you weren't famous then, were you, I was. Well, I was more famous then than I am now. I was... Oh, no! Well, yeah, because I was no. on... I was doing a national television show. Oh, no, you're show. more popular. No, but you're more, this is more popular, isn't it? Uh, um... Well, there were episodes of Rise that registered zero viewers. I never watched Rise, ever. No, my mum did. In, in the 11 o'clock show, okay. Daisy. Yes. I like that. Who? I like that. Yes. Uh, well, they did, they, they did ask me to do it, and it, 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 the, it, the God's honest truth, in one word, bottled. I, can, I bottled it, and I said oh, no. Oh, but you could do it now, surely, because you must have more confidence. No, no, they will not the script all written? You just have to yes. read it. Yes, it's, it's, it, yes, it is. But would I don't... They, would they appreciate any of the input that you could give? Like, yes. To show you, they would. The way they, do oh, the, think... the way they do these things, you turn up, there's a script for you, you can mess around with it, and you can add bits, and you can say, I'm not doing that, oh, and you can... Oh, go on, do it. Well, go no, on, it's not as easy as saying, go on, do, have I got oh, news for you? Phone no. them up and say, look, I've reconsidered, I yeah. want to do it now. Do, do you want to know what I did phone them up? They told me to get lost. Oh. Yeah, exactly, well, you see. I shouldn't have, uh, turned them down three years ago. Hey-ho, these things are I don't do very well on panel shows, either. Oh, I'm late, it's 5.38. It's time for the Daily 5.38 Daily Correspondent Update. Brought to you every day. Daily. Hi, I'm Annabelle from the Woodford, the Supercars and Kids Uber Veteran Correspondent, and here is my update. The spellbinding musical Wicked is a must-see this winter. After being a huge hit on Broadway, Wicked has made its way into the West End. In case you don't know, it's the untold story of the witches from the Wizard of Oz, and you can see it at the Apollo Victoria Theatre, plus tickets start at £15. And I'm nearly as excited as you are about the musical, especially because my lovely dad's paying for it. Oh, yes. Well, then you can fit your dad's pain. Thank you, Annabelle. Excellent, as always. And the only correspondent we had today. Hmm. I wonder if she'll be receiving an award at the end of year correspondent awards. I don't know. Uh, Jill's in the haze. Hiya. Hello, Jill. How are you? Yeah, I'm all, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Good, good, good. Right. I just heard Lynn, you know, and I think she's got a really, really strong voice, don't you? I've got a very powerful voice, definitely. I'll tell you what would be a brilliant song for Lynn to sing would be I Will Survive. Oh, yes, that would be Wouldn't good. It? Yes, very good, actually. I, yes. I think you should have her in the studio one day and ask her to sing it. We could get her in for Music Thursday, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I'm surprised that she likes Rod Stewart, though. That's odd. Well, everybody to their own taste. Everybody to their own taste, but he is spectacularly rubbish, isn't he? There's a couple of things that he sings I really do like. Uh, uh he did, um... I'm into soul music, Maureen. Oh, really? 
Yeah. I don't know very much about soul music, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm a little bit out of touch. I, I mean, he does first cut is the deepest, but I prefer the Cat Stevens version of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think there is, um... Oh, what's that song he does? In the morning, will you meet me? It sounds terrible. No, shut up. I'm doing my Rod Stewart. It's my croaky Rod Stewart voice. Oh, that's one of his worst ones. Listen, Ian, how's Velvet? Uh, Yeah, she's fine, yeah. She's been very affectionate recently, yes. Right, now, don't you think you should treat her some wet food? No. Oh, you're not the woman that thinks if I give her dry food, she's going to die, are you? I'm the woman. It's Jill. But you're the the, the lunatic that thinks by giving them dry food, they they die. Listen, why can't you just treat her a little tin of salmon? Right. Yeah? Yeah, no, no. She's the potty woman. Uh, no, Velvet is not having wet food. Uh, occasionally I'll treat her with some ham, but she's on diet, so, you know, we've got to be, uh, strict with that. Paul is in Penge. Hello, Ian, how you doing, man? All right, mate, you sound a bit down. Oh, I'm knackered, innit? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean by that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to drive to Bristol tomorrow morning. Where? Bristol. Oh, that won't take too long, man. Straight down the M4, innit? Yeah, I've got to pick my mum up, though. So it'll take a couple of hours, and it's just like, you know, for, yeah. for a wedding... Get off, get off early, man. But I'm going for a wedding, it's my day off, you know, my one day off in the in, in a week, and oh, God. I see your mum, man. That's no big deal. Hey, Paul, you're right. That's the attitude I should have. Thank you. It is. Well, I was could... ringing up about... I, I do guiding, you know, at Hampton Court the weekends. But oh, I'm right. knackered now. I, I don't know if I'll be bothered to tell you. Oh, well, no, go on. So we, we, well, if you don't feel like it, you don't have to. Oh, no, I do. I mean, whenever I get through you, I'm always just before adverts and that, and I don't get a chance to you've got You've got a minute and a half. All right, then. Well, what do you want to know about it? It's a good laugh at the weekends. I just wind all the tourists up. Do you tell them... So you, you take them around Hampton Court... Well, I have to stand in certain areas and act like I'm part of the scenery. Do you know what I mean? As if I'm a ghost. Oh, no, you're not one of them. <laughs> yeah, I only do it for the crack, mate. Are I you... always make, make sure that I give the punters a laugh. Are you an out-of-work actor? No, I'm a Tyler. You're a... Oh, you're the Tyler? Me and the apprentice. I've yes, off, yes uh... of course. And so at the weekend, you dress up as a ghost at Hampton Court. Well, not as a ghost, but sometimes I just have to ignore people and just pretend that I'm going about my business back in the old days. <laughs> but you're a Tyler. <laughs> yeah, join a week. This but, is um... genius, man. Uh, well, uh... yeah, it's, it's just a crack, isn't it? I, I went there a few times and I spoke to someone doing it and he said, yeah, <laughs> you know, apply for it. So I did. And, uh... Do you get paid for it? No, nah, I do. <laughs> You get food and stuff like that. <laughs> well, ain't that funny, is it? <laughs> yeah, for some reason it is that funny. The thought of a Tyler pretending to be a ghost at the weekend. <laughs> it's, it's genius. Do, and do you tell lies to the, the punters? Oh, constantly, constantly. Otherwise I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. I've been told off a few times, but... Yes. Um, I say, you know, as long as the people enjoy it. They've been on the wiser. They're Americans. My favourite thing is there's a room, you know, full of sauce on the ceiling. Yeah. And I always tell them that someone was killed a few years back by one of them falling. I only oh. do it to foreign, um, foreigners and that. Paul, with that little bit of uh, gentle racism, we've got to say goodbye. Thank you very much for that. Hola. Bonjour. Uh, thank you, uh, Melissa, uh, Amy, for writing uh, a lovely email. Um, um, okay. Uh, OK, we're going to rattle through these calls now, actually, because it's, it's getting on a bit. We've got Triple M at six o'clock, and the phones, have, uh, as they have done all week, have gone mental in the last half hour. So let's go to Barry in Bromley. Hello, Barry. Hello, Ian. Great show today, mate. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very pleased with it today. 
Oh, good, good. Um, I just went to say that I bumped into Ian Hislop in the summertime. Oh, yeah. And I asked him if he could go on your show, and he does think you're really funny. What? And, he, and I said, can't you, can't you get him on your show? Right. Where did you bump into Ian Hislop? Well, to be honest, me and my girlfriend have been watching the football, and uh, we bumped in uh, um, outside the IMAX cinema. <laughs> Right. After the, after the football. Right. And uh, whilst I was talking to him, I did do a bit of a Mr. Shake Hands man on him. Yeah. And I wouldn't let go of his hand. And whilst I was talking to him, my girlfriend did a headstand. And his wife was like, what on earth's going on here? Right. So you're making this up? No, I swear on my life, I'm not making it up. And you said to Ian Hislop, do you listen to the Ian Lee show? No, no, I didn't say that. I said, I, I, think, I, said, I think your show's really good. Like, have yeah. I got news for you? Yeah. I said, what about getting uh, Ian Lee on there? I said, Ian Lee's really funny. Can't you get him on the show? He's really good. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I do think he's funny. Yeah. Do you think he was he just saying that... With him. Do you think he was just saying that because he was scared of you? He might have been. Yeah, he, he might have been. That's, that's the thing. Thank you, Barry. But, you know, maybe I'll look into you becoming my new agent. Who knows? Uh, Nicola... Good evening. Good afternoon. Hello, hello. I just wanted to agree with a lady a couple of calls back. Um, yes. I used to listen to another radio station a few years ago. Uh, it used to be like an advice thing on a Sunday night. And um, this chap now has a, has a chat show on a channel. Um, I don't know what I, how far I can, what I can say. You can say, you can mention oh. names and channels. Away you oh, go. Can I? Oh, all right. Um, well, he used to be called Jezza. As, as far as I was... Oh, a, he's yeah. now Jeremy Kyle. He's now... Ooh. Jezza is now the slimy Freak. Jeremy Kyle. Yes, I yes. saw 20 oh. minutes of his show the other day. I've never seen it before. I saw 20 oh. minutes on Tuesday. No. Oh, it was awful. awful. He had an alcoholic on there who was <laughs> boozed up. Uh, he was telling off a young lad. And he said he was saying to this young lad, this kid was about 15, obviously in trouble and, and uh, you know, whatever. And uh, he's, it, the, the kid stormed off. So Jeremy Kyle goes <laughs> off backstage with this kid and he sat down. And he said, hey, look at me. Look at me. Huh? You think you're doing all right, do you? Is it, he goes, is it, he goes, is it, do you, do you think you're behaving badly because your dad's not there? He said, mm. no. He said, well, if I was your dad, you wouldn't be behaving this badly. Do you know why? I'll give you a boot right up the backside. Now get up there and talk to the, I thought, oh, you, awful. Ho- horrible he is man. Awful. Cringeworthy. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many times he brings up his, I've got a daughter exactly like you. Oh, is that, oh, that's his, every episode. that's his regular trick, that's, is it? Yeah, that, that, that's his, that's But his get this, my mum fancies him. Oh, that weird. Isn't that weird. Oh, that is. Oh, that's scary. Mm. <laughs> no, I just. I, I thought it's strange that I. I really liked him on on the radio, and then as soon as I saw him and how, uh, you know, um, uncharismatic he is. Yeah. Uh, I've switched off. He's like an uncharismatic Matthew Wright. Oh no no! I like him. No, so I'm saying I like Matthew Wright. Matthew's oh, yeah, uh, is a very nice bloke. I've met him quite a few times, and he's a, a lovely chap and very energetic. And uh, no, he's uh, he's but... hilarious. No, yeah. I, I really like the the um, oh, was it Matthew Wright show? Yes, yeah. the Matthew. I believe it's I believe it's actually called the Matthew Wright show. Nicola, <laughs> gonna move on. Thank you for that, Richard. What's going on, man? Uh, well, I'm doing the radio, isn't it? I love you, man. I love you too, man. Oh, you're recording again, are you? Yeah. Good boy. Usual. Good boy. What do you what do you do with these recordings? Um, I usually listen to them late at night. That's made me uncomfortable. Sorry, I'm only joking. Okay. Um, what's going on, man? I went down to the passport office today. Oh, yeah. Pe- the- well, it's not in Petit, Petit France anymore, is it? It's somewhere else. No, it's all changed. It's, it's absolute mayhem, mate. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a joke. They're yes. all idiots. Yes. They need to be put down. No, 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 they don't. How uh, you doing? Oh, I've got... My, my passport runs out in February, actually. I need to get a new one. That's not going to... Sort it out. You better reply three, four months in advance. Yes. Otherwise, they'll charge you a grand. Oh, hell's teeth. Yeah, it's a good show today. Yasser called in today. 
Yeah, I didn't hear most of it. I've been working, man. Oh, you missed Yasser. It was, a, it was a, an historical moment. I'm quite upset. Yeah, he's going to call in Mondays and Fridays now. All right, I'm going to start listening then. Mm, okay, brilliant. Put it on in the office. And I apologised to him when I admitted that, yes, the clocks do go forward uh, in, next week. Yeah, an apology from me and Lee is a very rare thing. It's uh, a very rare thing. Richard, got to go. Sorry. Uh, oh, here we go. It's, it's Jimmy, Jimmy Mystery calling from Leicester Square. Hey, how you doing, man? Is it proper busy? It's proper, well, proper busy. For the people who don't know, this guy is the guy that, uh, I haven't got the clip anymore, that used to say, Favourite place in London? Leicester Square. Proper busy. Well, what did you do in my clip? Uh, we, we, we chucked it out. Well, am I not appreciated anymore? Well, you stopped calling in. I'm just having no, a look. But, but I, I've never really called Oh, in. oh, hang on a minute. Favourite place in London? Leicester Square. Proper busy. Oh, yeah, there we have got it. That's nice. Proper busy. Favourite place in London? Leicester Square. Proper busy. Yeah. Proper busy, yeah. proper busy, 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 proper busy. Yeah, you know Lynn from the Forest Hill. Oh, that was quite hypnotic, wasn't it? Yes, I do know Lynn from the Forest Gate. Yes. Yeah. Is she going to come in to record a track with you? Fingers crossed. Yes, that's the plan. Can I come in too? No. Why not? Oh, we've got now. We're going to be doing. Well, I'm definitely going to be doing. I'm going to be working on New Year's Eve, and I don't care. I'm going to be doing a Triple M show on Sunday night, New Year's Eve. Okay, well, I'll come in then, then. No, you're not, but some people might be coming in. So why, why not Jimmy Mystery? Because you don't call in enough. But it's, it's, my name is Mystery. No, i tell you why you can't come in. It's because we're, we're, we're going to be... Proper busy. So, you know, there won't be room. Okay. Okay, but we, we will have, hopefully, a cavalcade of stars. New Year's Eve, LBC 97.3. If you're... There we go. Yes. Oh, uh, for goodness sakes, it's Verinda, ladies and gentlemen. Right, um... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. sure, sure, I'll carry on ringing now because yes, it's back. Uh, yeah, no, we don't need you now. All right, then. And, uh, yes, uh, to your email, yes. Oh, d- d- yes, are you sure? Yes. Okay, yes. excellent. No, but but you've got nothing else planned, then? Uh, no, um, it's all expenses paid, isn't it? Well, in, in as much as I'll get you a cab. And a beer. And, and a few beers, yeah. Yeah, all right, then. Okay, but yeah, but we don't need you to call in anymore because yes is back. Okay, and... Thanks for all your, thanks for all of your calls. about crisps? What about crisps? Are you going to bring them as well? Yeah, but it'll just be like cheese and onion. It won't be Pringles or anything like that. All right, then. All right, I won't phone in no more. Okay, listen, thanks for all of your calls. All right. And you take care of yourself now. Cheers. Bye. Oh, that's a sad day, isn't it? Got rid of Verinda. We don't need Verinda. Yas is back. Don't need Verinda. Uh, yes, line two, you're on the air. Oh, hello, Ian. It's, uh, it's Matt on the motorway three. Hello, Matt. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. It's a good show today, mate. Thank you very much. Um, I spoke to you the other day about tracksuit bottoms. Yes. I just wondered what you, what you decided to do with your trousers. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm good. Hopefully in a couple of weeks I'm going to have amassed a bigger, co- biggest collection of trousers in the world. And I'm going to stop... mix and match throughout the day. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think I'm going to wear tracksuit trousers. I always thought Rupert had quite nice trousers as well. Uh, they were quite nice. The, the checked ones, weren't they? That's all right, yeah, with the little patches on the knees and that. Yes, well, I, I'll, I'll look into that. Thank you, Matt. Uh, let's try line three. Line three, you're on the air. Brady. They're all back! <laughs> if you missed the show today, oh, I love it. It sounded like this. If you're calling the Ian Lee Afternoon Wilder show, there's three things you need to remember. Number one, make sure you have your radio switched off. Number two. Verinda, can you help Yasser? No. I don't wanna <coughs> talk about it. 
How you broke this so hard? If I stay in just a little bit longer, if I stayed in too many. If you look up there, this lady doesn't have a red light in the window. She has a red umbrella, and that means she's open for business, shall we say? Is anyone there? Hello? Hello, yes. Did you hear what I said, or...? Uh, can you see that again? I do hear... Do you know what, Francis? It's the thought of getting old terrifies me. The home of entertaining conversation. Talking on the radio, innit? What did you call me? Yeah, what are you looking at? L. C. B. L. C. B. Get off me! Energy. What am I doing again? This, this is LBC. LBC. 97.3. Have a good weekend. Wow! You should... You should sell those montages as little uh, individual podcasts. Money-making idea, and I had the idea. I had the idea. <laughs> they're, seriously, they're brilliant. They should go out as little as podcasts on their own. Definitely, man, because that was fantastic. That's like, uh, art noise. Live four, you're on the air. No! <laughs> Come on, me and sing with me. Hey, little hand, run, 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 we'll lay me an mighty. I genuinely nearly cried then. I nearly cried then. I want it to end now. We've had them all coming out of the woodwork. Thank you so, so much. Uh, 30 minutes of Triple M coming up after the latest LBC News. Uh, uh, can I say genuinely, this is probably easily in the top three <clears throat> shows that I've done. I would say the best. I would say this is the best show we've done for various reasons. First hour, nice and chatty, quite entertaining. Second hour was fun. Third hour, you know, kind of like a greatest hits of LBC. And the return of Yasser. And Yasser, if you're listening, thank you for that. Uh, it's the last 30 minutes. <clears throat> Excuse me, frog in my throat. Now, I haven't got uh, my usual little cheat sheet in front of me, so I, I can't... I don't know who's on tonight. I'm assuming... I'm assuming Nightly News at 6.30, Big Quiz with Gary King at 7, Caroline Faraday at 8, uh, and The Psychic Show uh, at 10. I'm going to be on The Psychic Show next week. Becky's going to do a reading on me. Yeah, Becky's going to give me one, and I'm going to, you know, uh, just just take it and see how it gets on. Uh, <clears throat> 0870 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. It's Triple M. Your calls go straight to air... Uh, seven second delay. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. Line five, you're on the air. Line nine, you're on the air. Good evening. This is Pitcherfield with Baseball News. The Cardinals win game seven and join the Tigers in the World Series. Game one starts tomorrow on five. If you're listening in St. Louis or Detroit, ring in with your thoughts on the games. Listen to it and all next week and remember, pass it on. Line three, you're on the air. Brady. Good morning, citizens. I've never actually seen the film Groundhog Day, but what I reckon happens is that invisible hippopotamuses for worse, and they shoot poisonous darts at all the penguins, which make them turn into marauding mushroom-type monsters, which go around the world strangling all the children and turning everybody into carrots. Line three, you're on the air. Hello, Ian. Congratulations on the best show you've ever done. I'm going to send you a present in the post as a... Any ideas what the present is going to be? It's actually a one-pound fly-back glider, if you must know, but it's really good fun. <laughs> nice one, thanks. I look forward to that. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Oh, it's Graham. I'm even pleased to hear you. 
How are you, mate? I'm excellent. It's the, it has been the best show... No, it's been a cracker, eh? ...we've ever done. Cracker. Hey, uh, uh, wrote a song today. Oh, right. brilliant. Would you like to hear it? Oh, uh, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, okay, give it a bit of a... Give it a, a talk up here. Okay, here's, here's Graham's song. Hang on a second. I was, uh, I was sitting at home today and in Croyd, and I was thinking about my medical problems and I've had in the past. Yeah, I've got piles. Successfully ruined the uh, the song, Ian. It's not about Paul. It's Sorry. about my undescended, Ian. Oh yes. And I was thinking about my undescended testicle. Oh, it gave me the blues, Ian. Yes. So I wrote this song. Oh, okay. And I wrote it for you. Okay. If it's rude, I'm going to cut you off. It's not rude. I'll never bear in there. Never bear in there. I'll never bear in there. But I don't care. My name is Graham from Croydon. You got to know about now I got the, the one ball blue. Oh, God almighty. I'll never bear in there. Sing along here, never bear in there. I'll never bear in there. But I don't care. My name is Graham. From Croydon, he'll never bear in there. I got to know about now I got the one ball blue. Dude, don't don't say that again. That's a bit rude. What did you think, eh? Yeah, I thought it was um, line one. You're on the wireless. Oh yeah. He's back. Who's back? Verinda. Yeah, Verinda. No, we, listen. Now that Yas is back, we don't need you to call anymore. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah, seriously, because we, we used you as like a stopgap because because uh, Yasser wasn't calling in, but. Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. Thanks for all your help, mate, but it, that's it. We're gonna get rid of all your clips. Chris, can you take off Rinder's clips from the computer and, uh, we'll pretend it never happened, shall we? So, if I die today, you won't kiss? Uh, no. No. All right, then. <clears throat> Line one, you're on the wireless. TV standard classified news. It's official. Standard man likes to listen to himself. <laughs> More news next week. It's official. The man's a genius. The man is a genius. This has been such a good show today. What could possibly ruin it? Line six are on the air. And remember, oh. leave blood at the Red Cross. Not on the highway. And don't tell David in Croydon to get lost. I think he's rather rude. Yeah, okay. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Oh. Hello, Ian Lee. Take uh. each day as it comes and live it to the full. G'dang-a-dang, 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 g'dang-a-dang. Yes. Uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. <laughs> Line five, you're in the wireless. Is All this of it? Which makes me anxious. It's good to have you back on board, sir. Times unbearably, sir. Right, MCS Joe. No, it isn't. I was trying to cleverly go into that one. I can't find that uh, MP3. Where would that one be, Chris? Oh no, it's this one. Sing me a song. Come on, Jason. Oh. Olé! 
of the uh, the buttocks. Here we go again. I get slapped. I'll get so much trouble. Another three hours of nonsense. Trying to pull birds on my space. See, senor, oh, will he right. ever learn? Yes. He loves Mike Dickens. And you're gonna shut up. He wants to be his lover. But Mike prefers Jolly Wolf. So now we earn love, yes, Ian Leon LBC. Ian Leon LBC. Ian Leon LBC. Ian Leon LBC. At low speeds, the Lexus RX 400h high performance hybrid SUV is. Oh, I'm I'm absolutely loving it today. Let's uh, go to line one. You're on the wireless. What the hell was that rubbish, Ian? What? No, we can't talk about the adverts. That was an excellent advert. What on earth are you talking about? Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. Yes, Dad. <laughs> hey, Rav, you don't have to call me Dad. I'm going to call you something different every day. Well, you, but you've called me Dad every day. All right, Mum. Well, that's just yeah. gay. Okay, yeah. Ian, I've got a wicked idea, bro. Oh, yeah, nice one. I like wicked ideas. You know Duncan Valentine, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, listen to this, bro. Okay. Can I copyright it, like, on the air now? Because this is the best, this is better than your buggy thing. I'm not going to time. Go on, then. He ain't there, is he? No, no, he's not here, but... I'm not going to time. Yeah. Listen to this, right. You know, like, when you want to go on holiday and stuff? Yeah. Like, no one likes flying, bruv. No one likes it. It's, it's, it's a bit, it's boring, and no one wants to wait around, yeah? Yes. So everyone, like, in a few years will have this product in their house. Basically, you put your credit card in, and it transports you to the place you want to go, innit? That's fantastic. So, like, and everyone, and you just get in it, and it, like, teleports you, yeah. like, to, to your place. And that's brilliant. No one's thought of that, Rob. No. So that's it. You can all go with that. Well, yeah, have you, you've, you've made one, have you? No, but you get scientists to make it, innit? Don't you? I don't make it. I wouldn't know how to make it. But they'll know, innit? Ian. It's good, like, Duncan Valentine, if you're listening, it's Arab, yeah? Come and see me and Sutton, and we'll talk about it, yeah? But I'm running the show, innit? It's my ideas, so don't try and take it over. Thank you very much for that, Arab. Bye. <laughs> it's a good idea, man. It's a good idea. Let's see what happens if we go up here. Oh, uh, we can, I think we can risk this. Oh, line one, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. Fantastic show today, man. Thank you. Um, what's the time? Uh, it's 21 past six exactly. Oh, thank you. There we go, lovely. It's always nice to help. Um, line four, you're on the wireless. <laughs> Would you like to stroke my puppy? Uh, no, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, but yeah. Um, line nine, you're on the wireless. It costs £21 a month to sponsor a school in Africa. Yes. Once I own them, I'm going to set the kids to sewing footballs instead of doing their lessons. Good idea. It's a good idea. 
It's, it's, it's investment, isn't it, you see? Um, line seven, you're on the wireless. Oh, dear. It's a good idea. <laughs> no, you're too slow. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. Yo, this is doing late, and I want a big shout-out from my man, A-Rab in Sun. He is a chav legend. He's a, he's a ghetto legend, for real, Ian. Excellent stuff. I don't know what any of that means, but w- well done you. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. I couldn't work out that was, and I suspect it was going to be rude. So, uh, anyway. Uh, yes, line six. Ian, hi. I was the guy that called in yesterday uh, asking about Evening Stands Man and how you knew that he heard himself. Oh, yes, did you hear him just now? I didn't. I just wanted to say thank you, Mr. Evening Stands Man. Without a shadow of a doubt, you clarified the situation for us there. Very nice. Excellent. The, the man was a genius, I thought. One that of the. Perfect. It was Absolutely great, wasn't perfect. it? Good lad. Thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah, he was very, very funny. Um, line eight, you're on the wireless. You're a mug punter. Okay, fine. Uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. Where was the Battle of Hastings? Uh, well, it wasn't Hastings, was it? It wasn't, no. No. Um, uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. I got McDonald's, go. and you can have none, cos you're in the radio, or on the radio, and I've got Big Mac and large fries and a big Coke, and I'm a fat kid, but I don't care, cos I love McDonald's, and you can have none. Because I'm in the radio, or I'm on the radio, it's one of those two, uh, things. Um, yes, like one, you're on the air. Yo, Ian. Yes. Yeah, me and A-Rap, man, we should link up, build up some of that sticky icky icky, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. That's the thing. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Line 8, you're on the wireless. Hello, badness. Somebody was a daddy, so me at Langan. Old time newspaper never played daddy host. Yeah, excellent. That sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't it? Uh, yes, Line 3. You mentioned him yesterday. Well, here he is to sing the late, great jumping Gene Simmons. There we go. It's the other Gene Simmons. Oh. I just moved him a new house today. He's dead now, this fella. So they're releasing a Kiss triple DVD box set. Okay. 74 to 78. It's, each disc has got a concert, and a do- like a documentary on. But, different shops in the States, the third disc will have a different concert on in different shops in the States. So in Walmart, I was reading this today, in Walmart, the fourth concert will be like New York 1978. Uh, in, uh, another, uh, uh shop, on uh, Amazon, the third concert is gonna be, like, Largo, 1978. So it's gonna be a different... So you've gotta buy three, three-disc box sets to get them all. Gene Simmons is a genius. He is a genius. And he knows that idiots like me will do that. Genius. Yes, line nine. Ian, do you find you going to the cinema the weekend to watch that new Meryl Street film? Uh, uh, yeah, sounds good, actually. Yeah, the devil wears Pradi. Pradi. Me to send love to my Christmas of day fifth on rings golden five. Birds collie four hens, French three doves, turtle two, tree pair A in partridge A and. Oh, you could have you could have had the next three minutes doing that. I was sitting back. You could have had the whole song if you wanted to. 
At line seven, you're on the wireless. Ian, it's Friday. Are you coming down the pub? Uh, can you give me an hour? Okay. All right, I'll see you then. See you there, boy! Yeah! Uh, line five, you're on the wireless. Oh, Ian, I sent you a jingle. Didn't you like it? Which jingle was it? It was a really rocky one. Sounds a bit like Graham Coxon. Uh, you, what, what, you, on, a, on an email? On an MP3, yeah, on an email. When did you send it? Today. Um, I didn't get it. I oh, tell you, no, I tell you, um, oh, hang on, it's, uh, no, that's not it. I'll tell you something. <coughs> There's something wrong with my emails. And oh. I'm getting, last night after the show, I got about 25 emails that have been sent at four o'clock. Oh, really? So for some reason, they're clogging up. Uh, try and send it again, because I, 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 I didn't get it. And even if I did get it today, it takes, I, I can't play it straight from the email. I have to put it onto another computer and transfer it over. But send oh, it in okay. again. Okay, okay. Cheers, mate, thank you for that. Uh, no, keep those things coming in, but, um, yeah, I got, there's something wrong, there's, there's a jam with the email. Live five, you're on the air. Um, yeah, I can't, you're breaking up. Can't hear you? Yeah, I can't hear you. No. What was going on there? Uh, yes, line three. Kaimani. I just need the rest of the group. Okay, lovely. Um, uh, line two, you're on the wireless. <coughs> Would you like to stroke my kitten? No, I'm I'm fine, thank you. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. Hi, and it's Nelson from the Norfolk. Hey, Nelson, how's it going? <laughs> Not clever. All funny. Line two, you're on the wireless. Thank me. <clears throat> uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. Breaded mushrooms or melon? Um, oh, breaded mushrooms. <laughs> With still the cream soda. Yeah, oh, always the cream soda, man. Good man, man. Good uh, man. Thank you very much. Let's take one more call. Line th- six, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. Excellent show. If you're going to cancel Riddler, can you at least play... Him doing the, uh, 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 Oh, I'm gonna end the show on this. Uh, you oh. know, uh, you know, uh, you, uh, uh, Not bad. I'll be back on Sunday night at ten. Thank you. This show is completely f- If Ian Lee in any way...